just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. I'm Lex and I also love One Tree Hill. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) And tonight's episode for debate is season four, episode 21. And we'll find out the title when Dom arrives and tells me. This is it. This is like the most anticipated episode, anticipated moment of all time, surely. Like, nothing has been more important than this in the world, ever. I like drugs more than I like pain. (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, Sophia's bush has like a... Sophia's bush (laughs) has a history there. That's exactly what you just said. Get that out on a fucking t-shirt. That wasn't <laughs> what I meant. I will write that one myself. So honey, put the pen down. I've got this. I reckon Mouse got a wang on him, hasn't he? He's got a massive <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, because that's why Erica Marsh left him. Which one's which? Well, you're going to have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Haley because, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine i try and snort you or you be done I'll be Deb and I'll taser you <laughs> your face then <laughs> such disappointment why do I have to always be tased in the airport in the gate to go home <laughs> yeah, I looked across and his legs were slightly open and his balls were hanging out <laughs> in the airport <laughs> I see is that is that a pigeon? Is that a pigeon? Come here. Come here. Now say it with some bass in your voice. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. You know, we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. O T H what? Sing with O T H what? Ravens, <laughs> Ravens. Call me Colonel now, you little ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Call me it before I get your dad on the phone and we we'll have a thirty-minute conversation. <laughs> and only ten words have been exchanged. It will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform, which is the People's Podcast, which is O T H what? O T H Ravens. Appearances. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. I'm fooling myself. That was really good. Talking to myself. <laughs> Nicky! Nicky! We don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill. Like, this was, like, in terms of they were literally in bed, you know, humping. Um, <laughs> you know why, Simon? Why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <gasps> I 
I raise my hand and be like, um, Mr. Michael Murray, it's, I'm a long-time fan. Wonderful to be here. Season 3, episode 13, uh, you, uh, as Lucas, had to hump Brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that. I made this noise. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's that's what you did. It was horrendous. Um, how did that feel, being a divorced couple, having to, to basically dry hump on another one set? Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? <laughs> you must love dongs to be in this pit. No, but do heroin, drink a Diet Coke, and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah. Pretty much, that's it. It wasn't a walk, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm glad I came on this walk with you." It wasn't a walk. It wasn't. It was barely even a stroll. He practically rolled out of fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking cabin or whatever it is. Oh my god, he actually has. Full flute. What we celebrate today? Oh fuck it, it's Wednesday. I'm gonna bang in some champagne. La de fucking da. <laughs> Tell you what, Keith does not manscape at all. He just naturally is just perfectly contoured down there. He just it falls into place. So hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always ten thirty at night. So it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs, and settle in. As tonight's episode for debate is season four, episode twenty-one. Don will tell us the title later. Lex. We are here. It is not Capeside Chats, though. No. That is coming. The finale season is coming. Mm-hmm. We're just uh, we're building up the anticipation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're stepping in. You're here. This is your season four appearance. You have to be on at least every season. How are you doing? Good. Good. I'm recovering from, from COVID. So if I uh, cough a little bit, that's why. <laughs> That was not intentional. That just happened. Pause <laughs> uh, for dramatic effect. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, good. Um, I can't believe you guys are at the end of season four. It's crazy. I know. Well, I think you must <laughs> technically be the person that's featured the most on our podcast because you you were on the intro episode before the podcast started, and then you've been on at least every season. And then obviously we do Capeside Chats. But yeah. Yeah, we're, I mean, this, we're almost halfway, really, because season nine yeah. is like 12 or 13 episodes. So in about, what, five or six episodes time, we'll be about halfway. Yeah, and I'm so excited to hear the reactions that Dom has going into season five. That's going to mm-hmm. be really fun. I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, well, the people have been messaging all day about... I can say all of this because he won't hear it until after yeah. the fact. But so many people are coming to the watch along tonight because I think it will be this the second biggest, I imagine, like turnout. I mean, 316, I think we had almost course, like 40, yeah. 40 people or something, like four zero people coming to watch him watch yeah. One Tree Hill. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Well, how, do you, how do you feel about season four? Because now that we're at the end of that... Um, I mean, I know you, you're not currently watching, but obviously I know, I mean, like myself, you're a super fan. You remember. What, yeah. is it? How does it rank for you? Um, well, one through four are my favorite seasons. I think most people agree with that, right? Like the, the high school years are peak One Tree Hill. Um, mm-hmm. And I love season four. I love how fast, like once that end, like the end season starts going, it picks up like crazy. Like it is so, so fast. And I always forget that until I rewatch it again. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, 
it's funny because I was like down when I was down with COVID, I watched some One Tree Hill. Like I literally just popped it on Hulu and had it on while I was sleeping all day. Like I just had it on in the background because it was so comforting kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, <clears throat> I love, I love season four. I think it wraps up perfectly. Um, I do think it is one of the finales. Like, you know how the show has certain seasons that feel like it's the ending. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's the best one of the bunch. Like if they were, I'm glad that they didn't end the show here, but if they did, I would have been happy with it. Like I would have been very satisfied with this as a series finale. If it had been a series finale. Yeah, because there was a lot of mixed responses in the chat. So when we do the, the live watch along, there's the the chat that Dom mm-hmm. is not privy to that and people are <laughs> commenting like the whole way through. And it was kind of a bit split. So it'd be interesting to see as we really? divulge into it. Yeah, like I think people enjoyed it as a finale to the entire show, but didn't enjoy it as a finale to a season, if that makes sense. Because I think if we look back to like the season two finale is, you know, Dan burning in, in the fire. It's all sort of cliffhangery. And then the uh, season one finale is like the Naily reveal that they've yeah. got married, isn't it? And Lucas and Keith are going to move away and whatever. And then what is the season three finale? Um, hmm. Three is the crash at the wedding where they go over the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. The limo crash a, and Nathan stuck was in the a good water. One. Yeah. Yeah. That's the finale. So yeah, it's not as, it's not as big and eventful in that way, but I kind of appreciate that because almost every other season has those big finales, right? Like that's a really big mm-hmm. part of the show. It's the cliffhanger. And this one's kind of like soft and simple. And I like that it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also yeah. seems to feel more like a, a season one episode. Like, not as crazy, not as intense, a little bit, you know, more mellow, mm, more grounded for yes. sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a shame <coughs> that like, uh, I know you're obviously not going to stay for very long cause you, you have, you have COVID <laughs> and you need to rest, but yeah. there's some things in the episode as well. It didn't age as well. Like, I don't know if you can remember, but there's, there's a moment where mouth, just jumps off of the roof and decides this is my moment and just essentially kind of like sexually assaults Brooke's character. I'm only, I'm not laughing at the act. I'm just laughing at how ridiculous it is, but also it's kind of like in, it's presented from the show as if this is his hero moment. Like this is Uh mouth, like finally claiming what's his, so to speak, quote unquote, where when we look at it from 2022 perspective, it's like, no, no, this, he is uh, violating that young, that young woman, you know? Um, Yeah. And mouth comes up as like a problematic character that I think Lee Norris has even himself stated you know, today that there, there was problems with, with him. I mean, what, what is your reaction to that? I think he's aged the worst of all of the characters for sure. Um, and I think that, um, I think that we love mouth because we love Lee. Like, I I really think that's the only reason that we still deal with Mouth. If mouth was not played by such a sweet and charming person, like actual human that we as fans love so much. If he was played by honestly a little bit more of an asshole in real life, I don't think there would be the love for the character that there is now. Mm-hmm. I think we love mouth because we love Lee. Yeah, I fully agree. 
and and we kind of it's like we feel like we've known him forever because we've known him from like boy meets world and i know that that, that's a show that you love as well right so it's like we love it it's like it's like we've kind of we feel like we've known him he's familiar he's like he's always been Mm -hmm. that kind of little brother character but yeah i mean and i've got to ask you while you're on yeah i uh i have named christened what's the right what's the right phrase baptized i don't know uh chase as ferret face chase because i hate him um and it feels like everyone actually of our ravens find him to be incredibly ferrety and incredibly annoying uh how do you feel about chase i don't care about chase i'm sorry to that guy who was on what was it the hills is that what the show he was originally he was on like he was uh, on like one laguna of those, beach laguna beach yeah he was on one of those reality shows um i don't care about him at all his character is very <laughs> bland to me the only thing i like is that he does treat brooke fairly well i guess at times but i don't care about chase i'm i never do honestly like throughout mm-hmm. the show no and on a scale of one to ten 10 being a ferret and one being a, a, a human, where would you place him? I would say he's like a seven. I think okay, he's, high. I, he's, he's quite, he's quite heavily on the ferret scale. Like, you know, he mm-hmm. skews ferret. I wouldn't say he's a full blown <laughs> ferret, but I would say he skews heavily ferret. Yeah. Can you give us an example of a full blown ferret? Jeremy Renner. <laughs> how did i come up with that so well because we t- oh, because matt and i joke about jeremy renner being a badger face on the podcast yes. a lot on lex yeah, and matt's yeah, excellent yeah. adventure so yeah jeremy mm-hmm. renner is also full ferret he just gives that vibe he gives ferret vibes <laughs> i want to know if the listeners ferret. i want to know if they agree guys what do you think guys we gals, put a poll guys? up yeah. <laughs> yeah, some sort of ferret pole needs to be created. Who who wins in a ferret fight? Is it Jeremy Jeremy Renner or Chase? Because we don't have a problem. We don't have a problem with Stephen Coletti, the actor. No. We are it's about his character is incredibly ferrety, but um mm-hmm. excellent. Well it's also that's a good segue to say if you haven't already or if you don't already, please subscribe la I was about to combine your names as to Lax. Oh, I think <laughs> Lat, say yeah. Lat. Matt and I have a joke. We, we, we were joking about combining our names, and our name is Lat. And it's weird because, mm-hmm. like, in my calendar on my phone for his birthday, it says Lat's birthday. <laughs> like, I don't know why. So that uh, works. I like that. Yeah, yeah, Lat or, like, is I imagine it being spelt like Latte, but, but with, like, yeah. an E on the end, mm-hmm. but, but pronounced as Lat. I like it. It's mm-hmm. like a... Makes it classy. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. And we know that you keep it classy on there. Yes. So Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. You can find it where you find podcasts. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm two episodes behind, actually. Um, so yeah, I need D, to catch up. D has been on the show the past couple of weeks because my life has been absolutely insane. But I will be coming back next week. So by the time you guys are listening to this pod, you know, the Ravens are listening to this podcast um i will be back on the show so and d is always very entertaining on there too yeah don't i look forward to catching up but yeah people go check it out it's a uh a weekly pop culture podcast and you basically you know going through what's been happening in the week a lot of tv movies uh you know 
current yeah. sort of pop culture events. Whatever, it's whatever good place Ezra Miller is terrorizing that week, we talk about it. <laughs> you know, Benefer updates. Yes, Benefer. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful couple. Good times. <laughs> okay. Well, how how we're we're not there yet. But how does season five shape up for you in terms of the grand scheme of the show? <laughs> Um, I remember liking season five a little bit more than season six. I don't know if that's a controversial thing. That's just based off of my memory. Um, I remember a slowdown happening with season six that was kind of like, like at times, uh, Mm -hmm. season five. I mean, it starts so intense and there's so much going on and the characters are in such different places that I think it's incredibly entertaining just for that alone. But yeah, like I, where does it rank overall based off of my memory? Probably pretty close to like fifth, like, like it, it ranks in, in the sense of like one through four are always going to be higher. And then it kind of, you know, trails off from there. Yeah. Fair there i actually i'm quite a big fan of season nine like i've only seen season nine twice so because i i haven't made it to the end that many times i quite like season nine it's all crazy and uh it's like it feels like a, a different show again yeah i remember liking it when it aired but then it's like i had a hard time with the nathan storyline specifically mm-hmm. based off of my memory that part i wasn't a huge fan of but otherwise um, I, I liked it for sure, for sure. Okay, and uh, tell us about uh, what. Well, what else do you remember that you enjoyed from season four? Um, the music is still so good. I remember. Um, I remember they did the uh, the road mix was like the mm-hmm. soundtrack of this season, which I think it was the fourth volume that they put out, maybe third. And yeah. it was, they present, because I remember they had an ad after the episode where they go to Honeygrove, which Honeygrove mm-hmm. was like, people voted for their school and they won. Um, yeah. And Peyton's little, like, when she holds up her mix, like, at the end of that episode, I remember them running an ad for the road mix. And it was like, the picture mm-hmm. on the front was them on that, that Honeygrove trip and everything. Um, I think this season has some of the best music of the series, personally. Yeah, I, and particularly in this finale episode, I think every single song was mm-hmm. really good. Like, I have a really hard time picking. I, I really like the... I I get the chills at the end every time, but the Ray, well, Ray Montaigne a... within you and, yeah. Oh. Yes, and that well, that is exactly what I was about to say. And it's um, it's Paul Johansson, you know, he's, he's attempting to hang himself. And yeah. it's when the he's sort of threaded together bits of his sheets and when it breaks and then when he's on the floor and he just lets out this sort this cry of desperation but it's yeah. it's a moment that could have been really cliche like it could have been like a horrible like Darth Vader at the end of um it's Revenge a return of the, of the sith, sith. Revenge Revenge of the, the sith, sith yeah. yeah the no you know yeah. it could have been that but it wasn't it was like it just felt genuine like full on desperation and mm-hmm. pain um paul johansson oh he we cannot we it cannot be stated enough how great of an actor he is and it really shows in this 
Yeah, and and his storyline is fascinating on this show. So, you know, it kind of feels like the end of Dan in this, like it really does, but then you're kind of like, oh, is it? You know? Uh, so that's a... But, you know, him being the main villain, like, that, that changes a lot, you know? He's not really... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm curious if you would agree with that, but he's never, like... In my opinion, and obviously Dom's not listening to this yet. Hopefully, he's not going to listen. I just um, said it not to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I mean, Dan, I'm not going to go into de- details, but, like, Dan's never really the main antagonist again. I don't mm-hmm. know if you'd agree with that, but, like, that's yeah, kind of a, it, a closing chapter on this as well. He's an antagonist, it, but he's not the main one. Yeah, it's the beginning <laughs> of a redemption arc, isn't yeah. it? Like, the, basically, yeah. the rest of him is seeking redemption really which i think is interesting in of itself in that it's just it's a different side to the character and but like you said he still has antagonistic qualities to him that kind of get utilized but for good you know and i can't wait to see some of the reactions that dot will have to some of the crazy crazy shit that is gonna happen (laughs) At least, uh, at least he gets to deal with like more adult stuff now. Like not just the teen. Both of you get to you know get out of the teen years and and focus on something different. For real, it's like um, it kind of will open a, a whole new door of like anecdotes and mm-hmm. personal stories and things we can share because we kind of run dry on the teenage stuff. So it's yeah. like now we can talk about you know our twenties and what that was like. You know, trying to find. I feel like your twenties. You're trying to kind of trying to find yourself as an adult. You know, yeah, and wh- which direction you're going to go, what sort of person you're going to be, and uh, you know what what you're what you're aiming to go towards. And that's kind of what the show sort of continues into, isn't it? So it'll be in. We can discuss what those things were like because we are beyond. We are out of that. As yeah. it, no, you're still in there, right? Oh, no, no, did you just turn? I just you just turned turn thirty. Play? Yeah. I turned 30 uh, last, last week. Uh, yeah. I'm out of it now. The 20s are gone. Yep. They're gone. For better or worse. That's good. That's good. For better. For yeah, better, for exactly. sure. Well, talk to me about Dawson's Creek. We're, we're, um, how are you, how far into season six are you on the, on watching? I think I'm like five or six episodes into it. this season so i'm pretty close i also was thinking about is there enough material for two episodes in this last season or is it like a one episode like we did back in the day and then you know the finale How do you want to do it how do you want to do it i don't know i'll have to keep watching and see as we move (laughs) through it i've got i've been derailed because of stranger things oh it's (laughs) so good Oh god, so good! It's so it's good. So I want to go back and rewatch Stranger Things too. Like it makes me want to go back and rewatch the old seasons. Well, that's kind of what happened. I watched yep. season four, and then I was like, "I'm just going to start the first episode." And now I I'm know in season it makes two. you want to do that, <laughs> and not every show can pull that off. So it's great. This is the first time that I've rewatched it, and it's just outstanding. It like, as in, it's yeah. every episode is fantastic. Like, I mm-hmm. think. It has to be a top five show of all time. I, I yeah. think it. I can't see how it can't unless be. They, well, unless they completely, you know, pull a Game of Thrones and totally 
fuck it up at the end. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm conscious that that you need to rest, so I feel I I should I should let you go. Um, but thank you for keeping me company. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, yeah, I look forward to us getting back into our Capeside chats and yeah. uh, and then seeing what's beyond. I feel we have we have more more podcasting in us. So absolutely, yeah. And I'm sure I'll be back in season five at some point. Oh, yeah. as is tradition. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what episode I'm going to be doing, but whatever it is, I look forward to it. No, no. Yeah. Have a look through and, uh, yeah, yeah message me which, which one. Yeah. But yeah, cool. appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, Dom is right here. Come just say hi to Dom quickly. Yeah, before you absolutely. Go. Hang on. You got to say hi to Dom. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Can you hear us? Are you trying to be funny? He's hey. trying to be funny, Lexa. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Dom. Ugh. He doesn't try to be funny. He just is funny. <laughs> Dom, Lex is literally just about to go. So oh. say nice things and then she'll leave. Lex, you're an absolute superstar. Thanks for joining the podcast when I Thank wasn't you. here. You're an infinitely better host than I will ever be. Oh, no, I disagree on that. But, <laughs> you know, only in the subject of, of Dawson's Creek, but you've got this all around. So, you know, we, uh, we don't have to. Maybe you, know, you, you can don't have answer to a question yeah. for me before you go yeah. is what's happened to Simon's camera and why can I see more of the room than I've ever seen before? I don't know. Simon is experimenting with new cameras. I guess we should support mm-hmm. him on his journey of <laughs> camera, <laughs> camera experimentation. We don't know. I knew, um, I knew that he wouldn't like this. Lex. <laughs> he doesn't, like he doesn't like no. change <laughs> at all. Don't enjoy this. And I don't, I don't think you've been in this room since we used we used to podcast in this room at the very beginning of not of Ravens but when we did the Mighty Nineties and I don't think I had any of the stuff up high maybe can't remember but um but yeah I've I've got I'm just trying F's GoPro to see I'm trying to, I'm trying to improve quality here I've invested in a better mic better camera. He's trying to, like to make us uncomfortable with change. That's what he's doing. So <laughs> thanks for yeah. doing that to us. Thanks for ruining our lives. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for ruining the day. So, yeah. so basically me trying to improve upon myself is uh, upset both of you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Good. We, we don't support oh. that. So. <laughs> That's good. Pull me back down to reality. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Well, Lex, feel better. Appreciate you. you. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll work out a season five episode for sure. Cool. All right. Bye, Dom. Good to Bye see guys. you very shortly. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure. Well, Dom, you've arrived. You're here. I am. Uh, I've seen 88 episodes of One Tree Hill. <laughs> and what's the episode called, please? Uh, I did send it to you. I introed it as, and we'll find out the episode name when Dom arrives, because I don't know. I sent it to you because I knew, because that's what I do. I knew you wouldn't have it. Do you want me to record my audio? 
Oh, we just gonna I'm go record. Easy. I'm. Uh, I've got the Zoom. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, but you. But use the know, mic. Use the mic. No, use the no. mic for Zoom. Simon's gonna sound so professional with his brand new mic that he didn't even tell me he was getting, and he's got his no. fancy new camera that he didn't even tell me he was getting because he hates me. And oh I'm just gonna sound God. like shit on Zoom. The Ravens hate us as a collective, but me more. But we'll get to them reviews. No, I. I've actually found a way. Dom, if you plug plug your mic in so you can use it on Zoom, but I've got a program that levels everything up and does all the effects on it. So even through Zoom, I can take your audio and it will sound like perfect. But you got to but plug that microphone in, please. It's in. It's in. It's been in the whole time. Oh, but now it sounds no. It hasn't been in the whole time. It's been in the last like thirty seconds because now I hear the audio crisp. It's been plugged in the whole time i just changed the settings on zoom yeah <laughs> i'm gonna fight you how are you doing my I'm man actually i'm actually gonna fight you no how are you i okay. can't believe it i have longer limbs than you i reckon that gives me some advantage it really doesn't you've got me on you've got me on what does that mean you're it gonna really, tie them into knots it really doesn't trust me <laughs> you've got me on strength but it's nothing to I'll do with strength it's about technique my friend Oh, then I have a chance. Season four, episode 21, all of a sudden, I miss everyone. Oh, my God, it rhymed. So we have so much to talk about, my friend. So much. What now? Sorry. now? (laughs) Dom looked at his phone and... And this is something I'll tell... I can tell you, actually, like, listeners, because Dom is in his phone now. Dom can't multitask. So he can't hear me right now because he's in his phone. He is incapable. He thinks he can multitask, but he can't. So if he goes to... looks in his phone, he's no longer within the conversation. Remember, his I'm mind still is literally working. on the phone. I did tell you, I'm working till 10 today. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that matters to us. Why? <laughs> Is this a work situation? Yeah. Give me two seconds. Do you need... I'll be right back with you. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll talk while Dom's doing that. We've got uh, a High Flyers Club episode happening. So I said to Dom yesterday, I've been thinking about this for a little while, is how can we do something with the High Flyers Club? Like we We bring it up on the podcast as like a frame of reference to talk about you know, personal things or sharing stories or vulnerability and mental health and things that we've overcome or that we struggle with. And we've had Ravens come on that, that share these things as well. So we want to have a dedicated space where we can do that and share things and have conversations. And hopefully if people listen and if it can help just even one person by feeling like you know they're not alone and other people go through those things as well then that would be amazing so we are going to do some high flyer club episodes that we'll do like once every couple of months and each episode will have a theme surrounding mental health so this first one is going to be about self-worth which is a really important one uh, about valuing your self-worth and what having low self-worth can can do and what that effect can be 
And so it's just going to be an open Zoom. And so we put the link out to all, the, all of our Ravens. And we've already got, you know, quite a few people that are going to come on and join. And we're just going to talk for about an hour. So nothing to do with One Tree Hill, just about on that episode about self-worth and talk and share stories. And yeah, hopefully it will be something that is useful to people. And then, you know, we, we can do do them every couple of months and just take it from there. So High Flyers Club is becoming a tangible thing. <laughs> did that buy you enough time, Dom? It did. It was a perfect amount. And I'm I'm back. I'm engaged. I'm ready. I'm good to go on this episode. There you go. Well, how do you feel about the High Flyers Club becoming uh, a thing? Uh, I, I think it's great when you... Um, kind of mentioned it to me the other day i thought um yeah we don't really talk about high fly stuff enough and i guess a lot of the time we don't really get a chance to sort of talk just us two there's a lot of episodes that are have three people on now so it's we're kind of talking to them or there's other stuff going on or we've not quite had the time to fit in any kind of high flyery moment so i think it's really nice to have that like you said dedicated space and just allow other people to come and talk and share and you know that it's not just about people kind of sharing their problems they could be there to help other people with theirs as well you know and and uh, someone else might have experienced something or lived through something that that uh, they're going through right now and might be able to, you know, impart some wisdom and, and just be supportive. It's kind of like a good little support network. So, yeah, really good idea. I like it. For sure. For sure. And something else that we're not going to talk about, but I'm so excited about, is Dom and I are going uh, to start working on a secret, secret project. <laughs> which we're not going to say anything else about, but just be excited that we're working on something and something that will eventually be released to ravenshoops.net and the wider pigeon public <laughs> but it, <laughs> but uh yeah i'm excited so excited about it so and and actually it's something that will be taking into consideration feedback that we have gotten in the past like i think like our our podcast can be a bit divisive in its length and in its what's the word focus in that you know we do focus on the episode but we go off on tangents and whatever whatever but we're working on something else that's going to be short and focused and concise on what we're doing um so hopefully it will be something that will be enjoyed by you know people that prefer that kind of approach yeah i'm looking forward to it should we get we start kind of getting us act together next wednesday don't we hell mother <laughs> fucking yes how are you my man yeah we're I'm, here I'm good dom how are you my man <laughs> i'm good yeah just been uh like really busy couple of days uh, i was away for the weekend came back monday and then straight into work tuesday and wednesday and it's i'm trying to fit in five days worth of work in two so mm-hmm. like covering shifts being on shift and, and stuff like with like could do frontline support so trying to cover that plus do all the aspects of my job that don't involve talking directly to customers as well at the same time so it's really fiddly uh and challenging because i'm not i'm not working the next two days as well 
Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, lots lots happening, lots going on, but good. Other than that, all is well. What about you? Good. Um, also busy, busy with work actually, but uh, but busy with a lot of out of work stuff, which is good. Um, you know, I things we mentioned last week. You know about potential moves and things so we're doing a lot of traveling to go to different places uh we went to brighton last week um so we're you realize we're, it's we're, dump? is that what <laughs> is that what you is that what you're saying it's a dump and you're not going yeah we're jury's out um <laughs> and What's brilliant is you're really far away now with this camera, which I don't like because I, I can't really see you that well. But I can still make out the facial expressions. <laughs> just you know them so well. Well, I, this I'm just experimenting with this one. I had the other one. I still have the other camera, and I think there's other settings to make it closer. But I thought it might be cool for a week, so people can actually, if it was, if I was watching not watching us but you know we're on the watch alongs each each week and whatever and because i kind of have like a dedicated podcast room uh slash office though come on i don't do much work in here uh it's um, i would be i would want to know what's above the frame you know and so yeah it's we'll harder for people be- can see luna when it, she comes it's harder for people to see you fall asleep from this distance as well <laughs> excellent that's a bonus that's a good i can see what's on your like your drink selection as well we've got a can of diet coke we've got an iron brew like most people <laughs> listening won't know what iron brew is but it keeps but simon going basically keeps this is oh, this is oh, empty not... but this was a root beer which oh. you despise i don't despise root beer i've never had it i can't despise something i've never had <laughs> but i did get an iron brew that the uh, hay fever i think in other countries they just sort of refer to it as allergies don't they but my hay fever as you know is horrendous like it can get really bad and you know make make pull plays into you know my asthma and stuff (laughs) that's still new to say i i get it so bad that i get like a cold sweat and then i'm just turned into like a zombie for sugar like i have to have like sugar coated sweets and just sugar drinks like i don't know what it is it's like a it's like a, a horrible craving. Like I would literally just murder people to get like the sugar that I need. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, I grabbed an iron brew today because I thought that would be an interesting, be interesting for the podcast. I don't know. I don't know what I think. But let's talk about, we didn't get to talk about this review. So we got a review recently. This was like a week or so ago. And, uh, we pulled it up on the discord so firstly if you're a raven and you're not on the discord let me know and i'll send you the link uh the discord for people that don't know what discord is which was definitely me and i think i can speak for you dom and say you also we didn't know what discord was this is kind of like a new thing to us but it's basically like if you don't know like a group chat where you're not sharing any personal details, it doesn't share your phone number or email address or anything. People just have like a username and it's just like a chat room, but it's a dedicated chat room for our Ravens podcast. And there's three channels in there. One that is spoiler free. So Dom is in there. So we can just, that's the one that's in most use where we just chat about 
you know one tree hill things then there's one that is spoilers permitted so you can talk about spoilers that doesn't really get used as much but sometimes people put in like current events with you know cast members that are that dom hasn't met yet and things like that and then we have non-related one tree hill chat which is just open chat to talk about you know bin days when to put the garbage out in different countries and things like that um there we have about 40 or so members which is about half of our ravens uh it's really fun but anyway we put the review in there and (laughs) there was like a whole day where everyone was like pulling it apart and i feel like people were offended for us Mm. in a way how did you feel did you feel vindicated from our lovely supportive ravens well yeah absolutely they were they were amazing and they had so many like wonderful things to say about us on the back of that you know quite scathing review but also the the person that reviewed it obviously hasn't listened properly they've they've listened to enough to have enough context to be able to write specific things but they 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 haven't really listened and understood what we're saying it's i find that a bit odd but yeah we go off on tangents yeah our podcasts are incredibly long that's because we want to include you know our ravens and have them on and and talk about it and we want to talk about all sorts of things and we go off on tangents and we we say silly things and stuff but part of the the content of the of their message of their review was just really inaccurate and really not really not right um and i i disagree with it with a lot of it well with all of it really and and it was so nice that you know everyone in the discord was like you know that's just nonsense so pay no attention yeah for sure well let me let's um let's read it so we can take it apart because i think it's important to uh you know in case anybody else feels like any of these points that we can we can talk to it so the the subject heading is listen with a grain of salt so if anything they're saying to listen Mm -hmm. you know listen but just have some salt sure they gave three stars out of five which, if, you, if you're thinking about it, that's average, right? It's in the middle. It's not too bad. Like a take it or leave it. But, <laughs> but this is where it's a bit baffling. So it starts with fun podcast. It's a compliment. Mm-hmm. But ultimately does suffer from the ignorance of the hosts. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> Don't know. I don't know what you're saying. We're ignorant too. Uh, I dare I say that for people that know us, I think we would be considered. Uh, dare I say? I can feel Marine gonna like shudder at me using this. We're quite woke, <laughs> right? In terms of well, we're quite we're we're liberal. We're up to date. We uh, you know we're. Uh, don't know what what's the word like we're uh we're loving people yeah i guess we're <laughs> we're on message with the rest of the world for a lot of uh a lot of things that we say you know we don't uh we use a lot of swear words but we don't use any language that's derogatory or you know no meant to be implied all. that way in any way that's that's not what we're about 
Like, I'd be interested to know what they're saying we're ignorant about because mm. I feel like we're well-informed is what I'm trying to say. I feel like we're fairly well-informed in terms of current events and uh, I feel very comfortable with my outlook on life and how I, you know, treat people. And, like, when ignorance is is said, it's mainly like, oh, they're ignorant to, like, I don't know, like like a minority or, like, people from the LGBTQ plus community or whatever and we certainly are not ignorant to anything like that we uh you know as we all do continue to learn and evolve and grow etc and and better ourselves but I feel like we are you know good versions of ourselves to I wouldn't feel ignorant but I also feel like maybe it's some of our humor maybe it's lost in sarcasm I'm Mm. not sure they go on to say, as an American, not sure how funny I think two British grown men making fun of school shootings to their largely adolescent female following is. Would you like to take that one? I, I absolutely would. First of all, um, it, incorrect on both grounds in that our uh, listenership isn't uh, largely uh adolescent <laughs> uh, and apologies to all of them for saying that but they're not <laughs> um uh, especially the ones that we are regularly that we regularly communicate with um and second of all we may have made fun or implied that jimmy was a bit of a lunatic and would appear and that, at any point and that- that was mainly me trying to mess with you or being like, oh, Jimmy's going to come back with a gun and shoot shoot up the school. But I was saying it as like a, a tongue-in-cheek exaggeration to try and tell you in a way what kind of was going to happen as like a joke for the listeners. Mm. as like Because people would message, message me being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're telling him what's going to happen. And so it was kind of like a, a joke of you know but trying to make you think it's such an outlandish thing that would never happen but of course would never make fun of anything like that in terms of any reality you know yeah and i I think if this person had actually you know bothered to listen a little bit further down the line um they'd actually hear that we we you know we hate it and and we we don't understand it and we we say you know we're two guys from the uk this doesn't happen in the uk and we can't understand how this can continue to happen in the us you know even after the shootings recently in texas you know we both said something along the lines of why is there a piece of paper that's hundreds of years old determining whether you know people in a country can have guns and just walk around with them freely you know and Mm -hmm. purchase them in supermarkets because it's just fucking stupid and Mm -hmm. i'm sorry to anyone who's listening who you know, believes in in the the constitution and and the rights of it, and wants to uphold it. But it's fucking stupid. It's hundreds of years old. Sort yourselves out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think they need to listen to the episode we did with Colin, uh, mm-hmm. who played Jimmy. We know this, so uh, because we we discuss it there, and we're just like our amazement, our shock, our just the way we condone condone it we don't condone it like the way we conduct ourselves is what i meant to say is um i think it's quite quite good quite heartwarming around the whole situation so yeah i think they're wrong there massively yeah i mean the bottom line is we're incredibly anti-gun 
in mm. in general like we don't believe guns or weapons should be available to anybody you know unless you're literally like you know in the military or like the SWAT or something you know or anti-terrorist or whatever it is we're you know I don't think any civilian should have any weaponry um I don't think anyone in the world should anyway but yeah yeah if you're a trained professional and your profession requires you to have a firearm i.e you're in a branch of the military or you're a specialist unit of the police because over here we not every police officer carries a gun it's it's not a, it's not a thing they, they don't all have one you have to be a like a, a specialist unit that carries his, that carries any sort of weapon um uh but it, you know in the states and other countries in the world every police officer gets one because they're so re- available and free and mm-hmm. you know we wouldn't make fun of that we think that's crazy for sure and yeah it's horrendous and you know like i i have i i have a son and uh to think of him going to school and not that feeling of him not being safe like it's i couldn't even bear to think what that must be like for anybody obviously you don't need to have kids to empathize with that it's just uh horrendous so yeah i felt i felt insulted by that i can't lie and i think we like we do things for effect, like we make jokes and most of the time we're doing it to each other, like to try and make each other laugh because we know each other so well. But we also we've spoken about really sentimental, personal, vulnerable things on this podcast, talked about times where, you know, we've been bullied or things, mistakes that we've made and things we've done wrong. Like I told you the other day, it's odd. Like I've said things on this podcast that I would never say to people that I you know that i see in my everyday life and work colleagues and whatever but there's something freeing about saying it into the void and uh yeah it's like we would never it's a shame i feel like people would know us better than that Mm. but it continues it said or their overarching casual sexism in the names of comedy uh or how they call barbara allen woods a friend of the pod I must be quoting you because I would never, I would never say pod. <laughs> I always say friend of the show normally. Friend of the friend show. Friend of the show. Friend of the pod. But always grotesquely sexualizing her. Well, firstly, she is a friend of the podcast. Uh, she's been on and we were incredibly grateful and really enjoyed that episode and love her as a person, as an actress. Um, yeah. I mean, if, if they listened to the podcast, probably they would hear us say Paul is a friend of the pod slash show. You know, um, Kieran is, Colin now Craig. is, Craig is, you know, we say that Narion. they're our friends because we've spoken to these people, we've had them on, so they become our friend of the show. You know, it's it's what we say. Uh, it's not as if we say it every week about Barbara Allen Woods specifically. Um, just, yeah, either way, anyway. And in terms of sexualizing her, we again we we're doing that for comedy effect, but we we would never say anything about uh you know anything well, we don't say anything sexual about her anyway, I don't think we've made remarks at that she's a good looking beautiful woman, which obviously she is mm. uh but I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that about you know the younger female 
cast members because we're in our mid 30s you know we're like in the same age bracket as barbara allen woods was when she made this show but also the point of her character is that she is sexualized by the show and i don't mean that in a necessarily horrible way like how we know the show can grotesquely to quote you reviewer sexualize uh the cast members in terms of the younger cast members Barbara Allen Woods said on our podcast that they did a lot of stuff with her character because they knew that she was game to do it and she sort of saw that dark this kind of dark comedy in there with Deb's character I mean even particularly in this episode you know brings home some drugs for me you know that kind of thing yeah um, there's episodes where she's in like basically underwear or there's the one episode in particular, you know, when Dan's running for mayor and she appears and is basically in underwear and she's just trying to, she's trying to embarrass Dan really. But the, the reason uh, like she's doing that is exactly what you just said is that the character is pushed in that direction. And, and Barbara Allen Woods is obviously very confident and comfortable enough to be able to do that and, and present herself that way on screen because she's, good at what she does uh, and you know it's not as if we've it's not as if at any point we've gone yeah, oh look at let's now sort of look at Peyton or Brooke in this in the same light we we would never do that uh, and we have mm-hmm. never done that so to, mm-hmm. to, to think that we have singled out this person in particular um ourselves I think is a is a bit ignorant of them thinking that uh, and saying that because actually the show has singled this person out is also trying to, you know, over sexualize the younger characters, but we don't, we don't mention it. We don't talk about, we, we, we talk about how the creator of the show is a complete piece of shit and has mm-hmm. forced people. There's a comment in the episode today that you could see Hillary Burton didn't want to say there's a line in this episode. You could see how uncomfortable she was saying it. And and it made it very uncomfortable viewing, and I really didn't didn't like it. Um, so to say that we kind of push it that way like offends me because we really yeah. don't. And we always call that shit out. Like, yeah. We always call stuff out that doesn't age well, and that you know we're going to talk about. Uh, we I spoke very briefly about it with Lex, but you know mouth essentially sexually like assault brooke in this episode i'm laughing not because it's funny i'm laughing at just how ridiculous it is that mm. it's played as as his hero moment yeah. it's played as mouth's like moment of of glory but he's actually just you know essentially just violated someone um you know these are the things that we call out but wait let's let's keep it moving because we're only halfway through this um says wouldn't be surprised if they don't catch another in quotes dolphin you mean whale. They mean whale. You mean what? Dolph- Dom has a dolphin. Used to. That's a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> pun intended. Literally. <laughs> yeah, that dolphin was like a secret creepy assassin that used to mm-hmm. watch me podcast and is probably on its way here now to get me. Excellent. Well, yeah. Blowholes. Uh, of course. Go on. Plug in those. Plug in all the holes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> got to make those blowholes, uh, uh, but you know the the the, the celebs, the the show royalty that we get on. There are whales; they're like whales. our Moby Dick moment. Yeah, on, oh no, for I said, sure. I said Dick. Whoops. It's explicit rating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so, so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't catch another dolphin whale. But if they do, hopefully they'll act like adults. That really that that line kind of annoyed me because we're so I feel like we're so professional when we talk to uh, when we have cast members on. Like professional is in we ask really nice questions. Uh, and we do our best to make them feel comfortable by telling them we love them, we appreciate their work, what their work means to us. Um, you know, they obviously know that we're fans and not professionals. Uh, but you know, I, I've, I don't, we've never had a bad interview, and we've interviewed probably over twenty-five people. Like you know, not just including One Tree Hill cast. You know, people from nineties movies as well, and some of them have come back. Yeah, for more. So they wouldn't come back for more if they, if they thought we were idiots, you know. Paul got Barbara Allen Woods on the show for us because mm. he enjoyed it so much. Because he's a friend of the pod. Yeah, I have his clothes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got his laptop bag. <laughs> if anybody wants that, by the way, <laughs> more than welcome to have it. No, you keep you keep that. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Uh, it continues. Or how Mouth, in brackets, a character who's aged the worst, we understand, is misunderstood and a victim to every woman who doesn't want him. I don't think we've ever said that Mouth is misunderstood or a victim to every woman that wants him. We continually say that we kind of we poke fun at the 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 imaginary idea that he has a massive penis mm. um but beyond that, we always say he's problematic. I do often say that I like him. But I like Lee Norris. He kind of shines through that character. I don't like it when he put bricks through people's windscreens or <laughs> is crying on the end of the bed because Shelley won't sleep with him or is violating Brick. Like, I don't like any of that. But I like his, I like him on the river court doing his commentary and them parts, you know? Mm. Yeah, totally. Totally agree with you there. Um, you know, Mouth's not a particular favourite of mine or a character that I would even like hold in any sort of real regard he he still feels like you know surplus yeah <laughs> you know he's added to it he, he if he was completely taken out would we would we really miss him probably not but um you know people have said and have commented that there's mark shawnisms within him within his character and that's you mm-hmm. know how it's meant to be portrayed is that um that's how the creator was as a teenager i guess and we actively call out all the shitty things mouth does all the time all the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah if this person doesn't listen they don't listen properly they're not engaged with it they're probably like me and fucking about on their phone at the same time <laughs> so it's just like you, you can't you can't engage with two things. And, and no matter how many people say you can multitask, it's difficult. You know, Simon, you might be able to say you can look at your phone and quite easily no, I can't. hold down a conversation, but you, you know, it's difficult. You, can't. you can't, you can't control those sides of your brain. You know, it's, it's, it's basically impossible. So anyone who says that they can do it, Oh yeah, I can do that easy. They can't. It's a lie. It's, I, I literally have to work in silence. Like I, I think I've said this before, my sociology teacher in school she would when we were doing an exam she would walk around in between the desks constantly talking like being like you've got 30 minutes left remember you've got to put your pen and all this stuff and i literally was screaming at her in her, in my head to be like please shut up like i can't read 
I can't <laughs> take in any information. Like I have such a one track mind. But oh, wait, hang on. The final part is they're from the UK, so this could be their brand of in quotes nice guys shrouded in lad culture. But I don't know. Well, I just to speak to that. Dom and I are incredibly non lads like as in we're the opposite of what you would call lad culture like we we poke fun at it sometimes being like oh west ham and you know those kind of things and we do support west ham which is kind of a laddie team so to speak but we see the humor in it and that is a british thing but we definitely two lads would not be doing a one tree hill podcast Mm. exactly they'd be doing a barbara allen woods podcast right and that yeah (laughs) right now the final line is where you get off a little bit here dom in brackets the newcomer is better about not being as rude so you're not as rude as me but simon is definitely a man child to some regards it's ongoing so that is a plus lol well Firstly, of course I am a man-child. I am aware of that. I can't lie and say that that didn't sting a little bit. Just more because I've really poured my heart and soul out on this podcast of serious things. Like as much as we balance it with, you know, jokes and, you know, tangents and things like that. I've also shared really serious things and things that are, you know, hard to talk about. So I felt that was a little bit, a little bit rough. I felt a little bit like a... What's the word? Not like alienated, but sort of aimed at there. But I think it's important, you know, people are entitled to their opinions. And, you know, we appreciate all of our supporters and listeners in the community that we have. But I think it was important for us to read through that and just to say our piece, because in case anybody else thinks any of those things so that we can have our side of that conversation. Yeah, definitely. I think if people want to respond to us or or send us a message or communicate with us any that or think we've said something insensitive or we haven't quite hit the mark on something then just let us know and we will rectify it or we'll rectify it the week after you know but Mm. we do put a lot into this and i'm not as open let's say (laughs) with my personal life as simon might be but there's things that that come out you know i talk about my dad for god's sake and and the stupid messages (laughs) that i get from him and uh, and all sorts but you know i i guess people don't realize that this is supposed to be fun it's meant to be fun for us as well it's not meant to be like a uh a, a all the time serious kind of hard hitting discussion it's mm-hmm. it's a tv show that was made in the, the early 2000s that is a bit dated now um but there's still elements that are you know passable by today's standards it's a show that you've loved for a long time and we want to discuss it and we want to talk about it and see how we feel about it now and that's literally the whole point and if we're going to make jokes along the way then we're going to do that and you know things happen in our lives at the same time things change in our lives you know last week i okay i'll be honest about it i'm going to say it here last week i podcasted and i just found out my grandfather died and and mm-hmm. but but we still want to create we still want to make we still want to put stuff out there for for people to listen to you know and that's what we want to do and we want to have fun with it and i'm not going to let someone who's written this kind of review ruin my fun amen yeah for sure exactly and yeah 
yeah yeah i fully agree i mean and sometimes it i don't think people do know that it takes hours of work like a week to put this stuff together like it's like you know publishing it editing it doing all like the messaging and everything or coordinating who's coming on and and then obviously these nights we start at like eight and mm-hmm. then we don't finish till like one two in the morning you know it's like a full-on commitment um but we love doing it so yeah for sure but yeah if people have issues i would much rather just talk to us so we have the opportunity to at least for us to either learn and grow because we have you know, there is some element where we can continue to better ourselves or for us to be able to just give our side of the story, you know, and then explain ourselves a little bit because we're never intentionally trying to upset anybody. Um, well, one thing we're, that we're both very aware of is we're not going to please everyone. That's impossible. Yeah. So we know that we're going to get reviews that are, you know, a bit negative or lean a certain way. But when there's several comments within it that are incredibly wrong like there's a one star review that's just like worst podcast ever this podcast is terrible (laughs) whatever fine fine that's fine that's that's your opinion and totally get that but this one has so many opinions that are very much in the wrong direction very much you know pretty much everyone we've spoken to about it has said the complete opposite and said that this person Mm -hmm. just doesn't listen they're they're not really aware of what's going on so I feel sorry for them because they had the time and, uh, to, to write a, a really long review and still gave us three stars. <laughs> yeah. And still said it was fun and yeah. to listen with a grain of salt. Well, yeah, it's more, I was worried that it's going to mislead other people that they might go to look. Cause I look at reviews before I listen to a podcast because I'm like, what are people saying? Cause there's particular things anyway, long story, but, uh, yeah it is what it is we do have like 185 star reviews you know and uh obviously it we always focus on everyone focuses on the negative but yeah fuck it we appreciate everyone <laughs> and let's talk to one of our ravens let's bring in taylor 10 minutes late so we will run over the next part Taylor did not connect with the audio. She'll continue. It looks like she's at work. Do you think she's at work, Dom? That's definitely work lighting. Uh, isn't Taylor studying? I'm guessing that's some kind of school. <laughs> are you in? Are you in a classroom right now, Taylor? No, I am at uh, my office. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right, I like, personally. I first joined. I'm, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry. We're we're ten minutes over, but we will go ten minutes over on the next one to make up for it. Um, I was expecting how, late. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you know what's up. How how are you? It's been a while. Uh, I'm good. I actually um, I got COVID finally. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um. No, it was fine. That's why I wasn't at the watch along last week because I was like, damn, like it's my episode to record the podcast, but like I literally couldn't like talk. It was it was bad. I had a bad one. But you're feeling better, you feel? better now. Yeah, I'm better now. I can breathe. Um, so that's good. I um, um I yeah, I just like the best I could describe it was like after like the feeling you get in your lungs after you go for a run in the cold and it was just like Mm -hmm. perpetual like couldn't like 
deep breathe. Otherwise I'd like totally cough a lung out and my nose was really runny and I was completely exhausted. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm better now. Um, I, I took my negative test and it was negative. Thank goodness. So yeah, I'm back at the office now. I got comfortable working from home for two weeks, so that's for sure. <laughs> Good. Well, then there's some positives to come out of it. Uh, well, Taylor, before we before we get anywhere, can we just roll in? Are we good? We'll just keep that in. We're just rolling in tonight. Is sure. that okay? Do you want... Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we didn't go anywhere, but yet we're back with a motherfucking what, Dom? Gangster right now sure so taylor you're back we need to we need we have so much to talk about on this episode yes very important but before we do that we're going to sort of go through it quite quickly because we need to get to the meat and bones of this or the vegan meat because you know (laughs) let's keep it let's keep the meat out of it but we need to uh we need to know your top five favorite shows but before we do that dom will tell us what he can remember oh gosh the office no i'm gonna <sighs> full disclosure you have never asked me my top five favorite shows so dom would not know yes <laughs> <laughs> then dom will have a guess at what they will be okay the office is not it's... one of them although it is a good show you like friends taylor i like friends it's not my top five though okay that's what I was going to say. You like it, but it's not in your top five. <laughs> Vampire Diaries. No, I've never seen it. Uh... <laughs> I'm just trying to write them down right now. Any any of the GGs? Uh, no, neither. Anything I've... medical? Possibly, yes. Mm. But yeah. not, gra- not Grey's Anatomy. Yes, Grey's Anatomy is. Grey's Anatomy, all right, okay. (laughs) Is there anything else medical in? No. No. That's a shame. Supernatural. No. Daredevil. I've never seen it. You're missing out. It's good. (laughs) Breaking Bad. Um, No, I'm not really into Breaking Bad. Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things is good, but it's not in my top five. I, this, I don't think we're ever going to get this. <laughs> is that because Lost is on there? No, Lost is not on there. There's one that um, is on there that's like not like a drama, soapy, whatever show. It's it's like a game show, and it's Ooh. on Netflix. If that's a hit for you guys, that I don't love is blind. No. <laughs> Squid Game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the other one that's like like love love is blind, but what's the one where like they lose money if they kiss oh, and stuff? Yeah, is that it? Um, no, that's not it. But one of the people on Too Hot to Handle was on this show. Love Island, X no. on the Beach. No, it's not any of those shows. Not the love shows, anyways. What's that one where the? I say a lot of these because my wife watches a lot of these. Um, <laughs> Your wife, the one where, sure. 
yeah wife (laughs) (laughs) quote unquote there's the one where they go as a couple and then they have to go into separate houses with other people and they sometimes end up in different relationships oh that's a new one isn't that like mortgage or or marriage no that's another what's the one about like what is it taylor (laughs) oh i was about to say that no you weren't (laughs) i was the circle's the one where they like message on the board right and they go under different usernames you don't know yeah they can be like they can be themselves they can catfish and because they used to absolutely love big brother um yeah but i guess like I, ha- I haven't really watched it in the last few years, but then like the circle came out on Netflix and I just started, like I watched the first season. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of like big brother, like a group of people go in and like, they have to form alliances kind of. And um, yeah, I just ended up like really liking it. And Chloe from do what to handle is on the second season of the circle. So. Excellent. And can we just take a brief pause? Uh, Dom, you need to turn a light on. It is very dark in there, and I'm worried about your vision. Okay, it's all right. It's not too dark. I've no, got the, the very... windows open. No. My my neighbour occasionally appears just in underwear. It's very strange. And he's... you're like, uh, it's like the uh, ugly naked man across from a friend's apartment. <laughs> Literally, and, and I mean, it's getting chilly outside now. It's been a really nice sunny day, so I can understand. He was kind of sitting out there earlier, just in his underwear. And he was what? D- no shirt. No shirt. Just just boxer shorts, right? And then he was sweeping the his garden, which he seems to do all the time, like his patio. He was cleaning the table. He's doing, and then he decided to go and get, you know, dressed oil in a little way. <laughs> but he just decided to put a hoodie on. He didn't decide to put any trousers on. <laughs> so that's weird. Is he is he in like really good? shape is he got like a six pack so we're trying to like show it off kind of thing no no he hasn't give us a celebrity that he would be you know could be a double for <laughs> so we can just visualize, visualize it. um that's a good question uh like danny dyer with okay. a guy i don't think uh besides you me and tessa and alicia and maybe magda are we? No one's going to know who Danny Dyer is. I Google it. <laughs> he 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 doesn't care anymore. Just Google his <laughs> Google his references. Just Google him. Um. All right. I don't. I don't recognize him. Can you help us recognize the rest of your favorite shows? Oh yeah. Please. Um. So I'm gonna be. Um, I mean, One Tree Hill is obviously one of them. Um, yeah, you get that as a given. Yeah. So you can um, have five others, yeah. And, like, in no specific order, because, like, a lot of these, I just rewatched them. Um, One Tree Hill, Grey's Anatomy. I really love The O.C., which I actually just watched for the first time, like, a year and a half ago. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of been a sweet show to watch, because it's, like, kind of a blast from the past. But also, yeah, I don't know, I like it. Uh, the Circle... Those are the top four that I wrote. Um, my last, my last one would probably be like I really a much better like something with um, crap. What's it called? Uh, my next guest needs no introduction with David Luckman. 
Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, that's a good show. I also like Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with uh, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. A, a fifth one really isn't, like, popping to the top of my head, other than those ones. That but works. With the top four, I just, like, rewatch. <laughs> So. And can we have a movie that you love that is trash? Oh, um, I think someone said this a while ago, but um, Bring It On. Is Bring It On considered trash? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There's also like, um, oh gosh, some old, like, some like really old Disney movies, um, like Double Teamed is one of them. Uh. That's like they're like in the smart house kind of era, like the Disney Channel movies, right? Yeah. Or like Johnny Tsunami, like all of those movies. I'm like, I just love them. <laughs> Wait, Taylor, you know that we had the the guy who played Johnny Brandon Baker, who played Johnny Tsunami on our podcast. We did a whole podcast really? episode with him mm-hmm. about Johnny Tsunami. I didn't know that. It's in the feed. Scroll back. Go find it. Scroll back in the feed. I have to scroll all the way down. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) We're not asking you to do it like manual labor here. Just a couple (laughs) of scrolls. I mean, you you looked up Danny Dyer pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, But no, I'd say that those Disney movies are probably like trash movies that I absolutely love. Double teamed especially is one of my favorites. I don't know. Have you guys seen it? Yep. No. Yeah. You've seen it. I figured you would have. It's like two twin (laughs) girls um, that like play volleyball, but like they move, they have to move and one of them starts playing basketball and they're like, all of a sudden they're like really good at basketball and they get scholarships and yeah. I love basketball also. Ravens. You're a raven. Of course. That makes perfect sense. Well, this episode, Taylor, is a massive talking point. I mean, obviously, this is literally what we do. We take an episode and we talk the points about it every single podcast episode. But this episode has more talking points than maybe any that we've ever had before in terms of there's so much to talk about here. So much. You've obviously... You obviously chose this episode. What can you tell us why, like why you wanted this one in particular? Um, Well, I think it's just like not, I mean, it's a good season finale, but I'm not sure about like where they were in contracts and everything, but I think it's a really good, it would have been a really good series finale. Um, Cause they seem to like wrap everything up with like Dan, um, giving himself or turning himself into the cops. Like Nathan and Haley had their baby. Um, Peyton's going to work at a label. Um, Brooke's going also with her. So like they're back together and friendly. Uh, Frickin' Rachel comes back. Um, Oh, here's something that I have noted. I took notes, by the way, I have all these notes written down. Um, I know that you guys don't like Chase, but I love him. I love Chase. FFC. That's really interesting. I mean, I just would like to ask about about your history. Did you yeah. um, have ferrets as pets when you grew up, by any chance? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. No ferret. No ferrets. Okay. Did you have anything? You know, rodents. Anything that resembled ferrets? No, I didn't. My mother hated rodents. She was absolutely terrified of them, so I never had any rodents. 
just a, just I wonder. And a dog. Did you ever have any experiences like you were walking in the woods as a child and a ferret saved you from a snake or a mongoose or something? No. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> then, 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 then there is no reasonable explanation for you feeling that way about Chase and Dom and I are both judging you internally, but more importantly, externally on this podcast. Am I right, Dom? Absolutely. How I don't know anyone who likes him at all. I, I like him. I don't know. I I don't have any problem with him. He's just he's just trying to fit in like everyone else. He's there with he's, Brooke. He's trying to push him. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he's, he's just your local skateboarding next X game champ wannabe ferret face Brooke yeah. face sucking little douchebag rat. <laughs> but sure, love him. Why not? Uh, what do you do? You want to start there with Chase? Yeah. Oh, um. Sure. Oh, I you don't love him so much anymore, do you? <laughs> Many more cats. I mean, there's definitely bigger fish to fry in this episode, but I mean, he's uh, bigger ferrets. He's supporting Brooke. He's being a supportive boyfriend, and in the end, he, um, you know, gets what I'm sure a lot of high school boys think about with Brooke in the backseat of a vehicle. So he was deflowered. He was deflowered in the back of that car. Yes, he was. Um, the petals wilted <laughs> but not good enough to make brooks stay <laughs> <laughs> wait wait do you want to do you want we don't have to start with him do you want to do you want to talk about somebody else oh uh no that's fine we can start with chase that's basically all i have to say about him in this episode though like yeah i think you've covered it to be honest <laughs> I oh, quite liked he he yeah. did have a good line that I quite liked was oh, when uh yeah. he has my favorite line of the episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think it will be this one. I think <laughs> you're safe. Well, I quite like the line where he says um where Mouse says, "Does this look like you know I'm I'm wearing a blouse?" And you know, does it look like I'm uh was he like doing <laughs> men's, men's figure skating or something? Dancing, yeah. And he's like, no, man, it looks like you're winning men's ice dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that line. That's a good That's a good joke. Yeah. If we could have had more of that from Chase, Dom, that's still that's not enough to turn you over to Chase? No, no, no. He's still obnoxious, irritating, just so opinionated, and he's been there for five minutes. Why does this person have a say in anything? He's literally just arrived. Like, who, who cares what he thinks or has to say? And how can it about be love? About this blouse. Yeah, about anything. <laughs> but particularly, uh, uh, I was going to call him Lee. <laughs> Mouth stress sense. You know, leave him alone. Also, don't leave him alone. <laughs> but that was a funny line, though. Did you like that line? It was mildly amusing. Mildly amusing. What I didn't understand is when Brooke was saying... You know, you mean so much to me, you know, and and he's saying, put me in your heart and go and see the world and all this sort of stuff. They're literally, he's been there for, I, I, like Dom said last week, I don't even understand why he bothered to transfer. He's literally <laughs> been in the school for like three weeks. He came in, they did that class where everyone walked around the school, you know, and, and mm-hmm. in pairs. He joined Clean Teens for a bit, got a free T-shirt out of it, and then ended up doing the opposite. You know, to end up, you know, two weeks later, pointless. 
ridiculous. Ridiculous. It it, it 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 makes Mouth and Shelley seem like a real love story, you know. <laughs> Sorry, heated. Well, Taylor, you love the guy. Um, tell us more about why. Jeez. Um. <clears throat> what do I like? Yes. <laughs> And I don't know. I guess it's more that I just don't have any like big issues with him. Amber know. Heard is more popular than Chase. Well, yeah, right now. But uh, I mean, not that I watched this when I was younger, but apparently he was pretty big on Laguna Beach. That's the show, right? That he was on. Yeah, we hear this. We ha- we haven't seen Laguna Beach, but yeah, Me people either. say that. Yeah. We don't have a problem with the actor. Also, just to say, it's yeah. just the character. <laughs> character <laughs> just the character he's fine yeah um, um no i don't know i i feel like he what turned me around i think with chase was that episode where they were doing the um project for the school and i don't know he seemed sincere when him and brooke were together and she was doing that picture and they were like telling each other secrets and i don't know i i guess like it was nice to see that because like high school was obviously like difficult for me also. Um, so it was nice to see like that kind of person, I mean, exist in high school. Cause it would have been nice probably to like have that kind of person when I was in high school, you know, like maybe that's why I was okay. resonating with them back way back when, but yeah. Okay, well, I, I like that. I I think it's because I like you. So if you like that, I'm with that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll concede a little bit. He can be a seven. Oh, wait, no, that was Lex voted him a seven on the ferret meter. I'll, I'll put him down to a five. Okay, a neutral five. <laughs> Dom hasn't changed anything for you at all, has it? No, it no, is no, no. A, ten, a ten. Ferret half man. <laughs> full, full ferret to me. <laughs> <laughs> well okay well what let's talk about the other side of that so we've got brooke well hang on just before we do that dom predictions for ffc uh you were saying on the watch along you think he's destined for season five opening credits is that still how you feel i don't know now i don't know because brooke has deflowered him as you said <laughs> as like giving him his manhood i suppose in a way uh and i guess he had one funny comment like the a second funny comment which was like it was basic it was almost like they needed a cigarette didn't they at the end of it and he was like yeah. well that was th- good a good 30 seconds or whatever and she's like no it's fine <laughs> and he also had another funny comment actually oh god are we turning around no, on ffc no, 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 he no. had another funny comment where he was just before they were about to Oh, I think my camera just died. <laughs> I was like, what's happened? The screen's changed. There I am, stood in front of a sunset. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'll fix that in a sec. He said, he was like, to Brooks, like, be gentle with me. Like, yeah. that was quite funny as, like, to cut the tension. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But he's still just, he's a 45-year-old in an 18-year-old's body. It's very strange. <laughs> but but he's so he's so opinionated and i i guess i can totally understand what you mean taylor when you say like you wish 
there, there'd been someone kind of similar to that or had that sentiment and that feeling back in mm-hmm. high school and in those days, because they're tough days. We're all growing, developing, changing, you know, um, but and, and kids are fucking stupid and they're dickheads, but he's just so intense and almost like unnecessarily so. And um, he's incredibly like incredibly opinionated and it's like from episode from like the first episode or his second episode he's like don't lie to me brooke or like that's it you know yeah you're i'll kill you or something like that it's just very strange <laughs> it's just completely unnecessary he but, does come in yeah yeah it's just a bit too <laughs> bit too heavy uh yeah. for my liking but i i can't help but feel that he's not going to be in season five now because of the whole it almost felt like they were saying goodbye. However, it felt like everyone was saying goodbye. Yeah, so, like I said, in a really good series finale, like everything yeah. is wrapped. So you never was, know what's happen. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it was just kind of like the the show could end there. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I've just got this horrible feeling that he's just going to appear in the credits for. So when we watch the episode tonight, if he's in the credits, that's it. That's season You're five. Good. Um, do you mean like the opening credits? Like the, I don't, like that? You can okay. sing it. It's okay. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm not a singer. That's why I'm an accountant. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that's what you mean by credits. All right. Cause I wasn't sure if you, um, cause you have the DVD box set, right? You're watching Simon's DVDs. Okay. Because I was wondering, I know that a lot of shows now, like, you can watch them on the um, streaming platform, so I wasn't sure if they just, like, skipped those. So that's what I was just making sure, that you're still watching the DVD box sets. Because you're not allowed Dumb. to read, like, ahead. Because bo- do the box sets come with um, the episode guide? Dom's not allowed to skip the intro anyway. Like this was a rule from like day one. Like he can never, even if he was watching it and it was on Netflix or whatever, he's not allowed to click skip. But he has this same box set here that I've got, which is like it was released uh, like way after the whole season had wrapped. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes he watches it on his special websites. Well, sometimes I watch it on the ITV Hub because that's. Uh, uh, streaming service that we have in the UK which has adverts on it, it's free, it's legal, sometimes legit. slightly less legit but the other <laughs> times I use the DVD box set that Simon bought for me ages ago, but if you like so there's a sleeve on the box that you can see just behind Simon's head there, and now we can you know, see him up close again um, <laughs> if you take the sleeve off you then get every season in order yeah. as in like a separate okay pack it's that like box itself yeah. uh, so i uh, but you don't get any content you just get the that basically the the season number and then i just all i do is pick out the disc that i yeah that i need and then i i look at the episode titles when the disc is in so i don't read anything from the you don't the box anything. information no and i've never looked i've never looked ahead at any of the other seasons as well okay well that's good um i because yeah like i have like I bought each individual season as it came out on the DVD box set. I'm missing season one. I don't know where it is. I must have lent it to someone and never got it back. But like those that each individual ones, they come with like a whole basically like little magazine that describes each episode. 
So I was wondering if you, if that is part of like the big box set that you can buy all as one, but hmm, interesting. Okay. It is not. <laughs> it's funny to see too, because I mean, like mine are, my DVDs are so old, like some discs, like just don't play. So I have, I can't remember which disc it is, but I haven't seen like four episodes of One Tree Hill because there's like four on a disc, right? Four episodes or mm-hmm. three episodes on the disc. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those discs in ages. I just like skip them. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I know what happens. Oh, yeah. I did that when I was watching the OC for the first time. This was like before I'd ever watched One Tree Hill. It was like before I met Ethany. This was like living back at home and whatever. But I think I think this is like just before I'd met Ethany, like a, a month or two before. And uh, I mi- mi- like mixed up the discs. And I had gone four episodes ahead mm-hmm. and it took me two two episodes to realise that I'd missed four. And I kept thinking, who are these characters? Who is this guy? He's only just met Marissa, for God's sake. And I was like, oh. <laughs> had to go back and was like, oh, that makes sense. I, yeah. Crazy. But okay, wait. So Dom, your prediction is you don't know whether we're going to see FFC again. Well, or... I, I have a feeling that they're all so with with Nathan and Lucas and probably Haley and definitely Whitey all going to the same college. Um, we're, we're definitely going to be sort of focused there, but I, I'm assuming that's close enough to Tree Hill for them to come back and look after the the babies and have support with that. And skills is not far. And skills isn't going to be a billion miles away. So I almost think that well, Brooke is definitely going to come back to Tree Hill after whatever happens in LA. The same for Peyton. And I can't help but feel that Chase will sort of still be around because he's not mentioned college at all or anything like that. So he might still be there. So I've got this horrible feeling he's still going to be there and will be involved in season five somehow. Okay. Well, let's let's move on because we, we want to keep going through. Who do you want to go to? Do you want to go over to Brooke or give us some uh, of the, the main events that you want to talk about, Taylor? Um, I just want to talk about Dan briefly because I love Paul Johansson. You guys know that. Um, <clears throat> Dan, when he turns himself in, he just gets this look in his eyes and it just like, it, it just makes me think like Paul Johansson is such a good actor. Like, for him to be able to, like, when Karen comes up to the window and is like, um, one day I'm going to have to tell my daughter, like, why she's never met her father. And I'm going to have to say, uh, your father loved his younger brother very much. And he's just like, Karen, and you can just see, like, the look in his eyes. It's just like, man, like, to get there, I just think it really takes a lot. And Dan, like, I, I am happy that he finally confesses and turns himself in. Um but yeah, like I just, that, that storyline's also kind of coming to an end. Like Dan's finally in jail for what he's done. Um, and like then Nathan and Lucas are like thinking they're going to go see him, but they're near the end of the episode. They're like, you know what? Like screw it. Like let's not just so that everyone can see basically that we don't need him, you know? Um, so yeah. And then he like <clears throat> Dan's in his cell and is like, you can see like gonna try and hang himself and eventually he is unsuccessful like it falls um but yeah i just think another storyline like coming to an end like dan's in jail and i just love his ability to be a good actor 
for for sure i i said this earlier is before either of you were here um but when uh he he's hanging himself and the the sheet that his sort of fashion breaks and he falls to the floor and we've got the music going over the top and he lets out like a, a scream yeah it it could very easily and i used the analogy earlier or the example it could have very easily been like the darth vader in like revenge of the sith moment of the no you know that's a bit like you know cliche and whatever but he just lets out like a a real grown man terror sort of visceral yeah like sob scream whatever you want to call it that if you've ever seen someone like in that state of like absolute despair Mm -hmm. like i don't like you said i don't know how he got to how he got himself into that as an actor to give that because it was so it was like spine tingling like it was really his performance it was what sorry sorry i was gonna say it makes it makes it kind of makes you sad for him like you're able yeah for him for sure and i think in this episode of which is a lot of it's it's very light really i know that we're it's like a finale of potentially the whole show but there's a lot of light elements to it this was like the real serious storyline and he brought that through line of really quality acting. I mean, how did you feel about it, Dom? Obviously we know that you're a big Paul Johansson fan as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to be bold and say all of his scenes were the best scenes of the whole episode by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to give away too much about my general overall feeling of the episode, but those were the best bits but by con- a country mile uh, at each <laughs> event, each occasion, you know, without a doubt. And he put in a fantastic performance and even without saying words, he just has control of a scene and, uh, and of emotions, you know, exactly what he's conveying and putting across to you as a, as a audience, as a watcher, um, which is just unbelievable. And just to hit total <clears throat> rock bottom and be able to sort of con- convey that and portray that in the way that he did you know this is everything everything he touches everything he's touched has has just been totally screwed up uh and you know most of all the lives of every one of his family members and now himself and it's just and yeah just what an amazing way that paul did that and put that together and and brought that across just like one sort of small scream on the floor as well just yeah. curled up in, in his little ball um just totally devastated um and he can't even do that but i'm i'm so surprised i was so surprised that he handed himself in and it happened so soon and it happened so quickly and it, it does just kind of scream okay we're wrapping stuff up now uh and we need to end this but i, I just don't know how it's going to continue there's got to be some sort of although he's admitted it there's not enough evidence to go against it. There's got to be some sort of bullshit law that that they go, we can't really prove that you did or didn't do it. And no one's coming forward as a witness. So we're going to have to let you go. So he's just going to kind of wander free as a, you know, self-proclaimed murderer, but you know, and his family now will know that he did it because he's admitted doing it. I just can't see him being in prison for the next four seasons and that being a thing. Surely not. I don't know how that's going to work, but I, that would really bother me as well. I think. I think I'd be that'd be quite frustrating. 
Do you think Chase will take uh, Dan's credits in the opening credits? Oh, God. <laughs> why, Taylor? That would be the biggest why? insult. Taylor, why? why? <laughs> Taylor, why? It's just well, a question. <laughs> you don't need to do that to me, do you? <laughs> so cruel. <laughs> I'm not sure. I need anything, to, we... I'm not sure. I need to remember your five shows, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm very. I'm joking. <laughs> Blocked. Yeah. Erased. <laughs> well, okay. Let's 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 move on to. Well, we can wrap Karen up within that quite quickly. I mean, at the mm-hmm. beginning, we get. Oh, we got, dear, but, we get our friend who Dom enter. Which one? What, Barbara Allen Woods. Uh, Craig, oh. Craig, Craig Sheffer, who Keith, who had he told you himself in person that he comes back yeah. as a ghost. He had a little spoiler for you, and he said that, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> that, that's when I had to tap Simon on the knee and be like, "It's okay, it's okay," because <laughs> he knew I was about to put Craig in a headlock. I literally, my I was about if you watch the footage back, oh, no, I was okay. about to put my arm up because i was about to and dom's actually saying no leave it leave it leave it leave it mate it will, it'll ruin the interview it'll ruin the interview <laughs> do it oh after <laughs> when the cameras are off <laughs> yeah, right. and that's what people didn't see it was i put him in a headlock i literally just grappled him to the ground just him and my <laughs> mom in headlock <laughs> <That's Yeah. it. laughs> and then but what was really strange was i just pulled over my chad michael murray face mark very slowly <laughs> Oh, but he was into it, so he enjoyed it. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no spoilers. Yeah, um, yeah. Keith comes back, so that's cool. Um, Karen and Keith, they're in the field, and mommy, yeah. daddy, yeah. come play with me. Oh my, mommy, dad. Keith, here's a question for you guys. Do you think that because we know that. Uh, Dom, you might not know this from season one, but when Karen goes to um, Italy, she's actually on mat leave. Mm-hmm. You knew that. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think that that is her actual daughter? Or do you know if that, if do you, either of you oh. know her actual daughter? Because it's like four years uh, later. It could, yeah, that could have been. I'll look that up while you <laughs> discuss. That would fit. It, that would certainly work, wouldn't it? Right? I just thought of that as I was rewatching for the episode. I was like, oh, like, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, the other thing that I wrote about the scene, I mean, okay, it's a great scene, but I obviously my mind was elsewhere, was when you watch the scene, like, who is standing in front of the fan letting all the fluff go? Like, the background is literally, like, snowing constantly. And I'm like, how is this? How is this happening right now? Constant. Oh, maybe it's computerized. Actually, maybe it's computerized. Simon looks like we, hay fever hell. Yeah, can we, get the, can we get the fluff guy on? Can we get that guy? Fluff and fan? If, if, he's, if he's ever... If they're ever going to be on a podcast, it would be this one. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I've never looked at this before. I'm on IMDb to try and see if that's, you know, uh, Moira Kelly's daughter or not. But you get the episode ratings on here for each episode. Really? In this episode, this epi- you know, like how you can rate things on IMDb. Oh, but yeah. This, ep- this episode, the rating, well, it won't spoil it because Dom, you've, well, Dom, have you got a number in your head already? Yeah. 
yeah, you're going to see it. Okay. And Taylor, have you got a number in your head already? Yeah, I do. Okay. So just stick with that. IMDb gives this, out of 10, this episode, a 9.3. No way. The last episode was better than this episode. What's the rating on the last episode? 8.9. No. I disagree with that. I think last episode was better rating-wise than this one. Well, we've lost Dom. Crickets. <laughs> we've lost him. I don't think I could do my rating at the end. I don't oh, think, no. I don't think I can do it. I don't... <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I can... <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I can do it. I think all over the place. For our ratings, all all of us. Oh my god! Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't her daughter. the The actress that played Lily was Mary Kate Engelhart. Get her on. Um, but now we know. I'm I'm not on social media. I've taken a uh, hiatus, so I. Uh, I'll find her. That's why I haven't seen Instagram post lately. Yeah, I've been. I'm. I'm taking a break. It's actually really liberating. I. The only thing mm-hmm. is, I have the reflex to look at my phone, like yeah. to bring it up. But I've not just got rid of of uh, Instagram. I've got rid of like everything, like mm-hmm. the news. Um, I did that too. Any, anything, and now I just reach for my phone. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's nothing oh, yeah. there. Yeah, like, there's nothing there for me. No yeah. email. Nothing. I did that. I gave my best friend my passwords to absolutely everything for when I was writing my finals and I was like, change all my passwords and don't give it back to me for like two months or something. And yeah, I deleted the news and I found the exact same thing. It was just like picking up your phone, like out of habit. Yeah. This habit of doing it, but then realizing there's nothing on there. So it's like, Oh, okay. I best Uh, go back to life. And then it's like, I don't know. There you go. Just spy on your neighbours a bit more, don't you? What are they doing out the window? That's the new Instagram rules. Is what? What's, what's Ron doing across the road? Well, I've, I've I've kind of pledged to myself to not look at reels. So I, if I get sent them, I'll look at it, but I won't then scroll through anymore, and I'll reply. Mm-hmm. So I'm still like on social media, replying and looking at stuff. But I I don't like. I mean, looking at stuff, looking at what people send me, but I'm not scrolling through and looking for exactly the same reasons. It just takes up so much of your time, and you get lost Stop. in it, and it's crazy yeah so now i'm looking at neighbor in his pants next door there you go you're looking at the reels in real life <laughs> yeah real life reels real life reels <laughs> to have your danny dyer neighbor just out there in his underwear that's it he's out there sometimes with a hoodie on sweeping his patio you should just open the window and get you're gonna sweep a hole in the concrete my friend now put some trousers on <laughs> like a mighty 90s hoodie and just be like man if you're at least gonna wear a hoodie and that's it like at least wear this one (laughs) it's it's, it's 3xl so it covers you up (laughs) (laughs) it hangs down to your knees yeah (laughs) i am so excited dom and i are working on a secret project which will be revealed in secrets later in a year but i am so excited about a hoodie idea for it that's just a play on our logo they will just be the same, but the logo will be, you know, uh, augmented. What's the word? Augmented palindrome boy into <laughs> a <laughs> different colorways to like fit what we're doing. You'll see. You'll love it. You'll want one. Is this Ooh. the one? Um, I remember you guys talking about 
Dom watch because Dom seen a show and you were gonna like switch roles. I can't remember what show that it was about though. Star Trek. There it is. It's Have not you a Star Trek one. Or was that just an idea? No, that's still there. That's still in the background. I watched the whole first half of the first season. You're gonna watch it again. Oh Jesus. <laughs> If I must. <laughs> I'd do it for you. It's I'd taken never... me a year to get to season six of Dawson's Creek. I, I'm Ugh. slow. Look, we're not focusing, okay? Focus. Back on track. This isn't social media. We must concentrate. Uh, right, Karen, she's she's in the she's in the weeds, she's in the lilies with uh Yes. Yeah. Mommy? This I, I don't think I like these scenes where Keith is a ghost and is appearing and telling people what to do and how to live. And I know it's supposed to be, what's the word? What's the word? Nice. It's on the preface of death. <laughs> it's supposed to be nice. Oh, He's got a very ironed white shirt. It's very mm-hmm. ironed. It, it's a... Uh, it's almost like a religious experience, isn't it? It's it's kind of emotional and and uh, I'm not sure I like it. If Keith but she was is gonna flatlined. keep Yeah, I know, but she if Keith is gonna keep appearing to people as they're having these near death experiences, uh or dreams or whatever might be going on in their life, Keith is kind of coming back to be their Jiminy Cricket. He's their gonna be their guide. Is this really is this a supernatural element that's creeping into One Tree Hill? I find it I find it quite difficult because they've all kind of seen him now. You know, Nathan says that he saw Keith in the water. Lucas has seen him several times. Karen has now once, seen him. Once, once. He's seen him once. Who? Lucas has only seen him once. No, he's seen him a couple of times. When? In the hallway. He's seen him once. Yeah, that's it. Oh... Yeah, that's true, actually. But is that not him just remembering the one time he saw him? Uh... I think that's all within one, because it ends with, open your eyes, Lucas, open your eyes. And then I think when the other parts is him remembering Keith saying, open your eyes, I don't think he's experienced him more than once. I might be wrong. Either way, there's (laughs) several occasions of Keith reappearing. But we have a sure. whole episode of Lucas and Keith on this journey when Lucas is kind of mm-hmm. near death. Yep. Is this just going to keep back? Like Dan sees Keith a number of times. True. As well. It's just this element of him continuously coming back as this weird ghost and in everyone's thoughts. I find it very strange. I find it very odd. It was kind of okay like the first time as a push in the right direction. And now it's becoming a bit of an oddity for me. And I didn't enjoy the scene with Lily, that we now find out she's called Lily. And um, yes, I'm going to leave that there. Have you ever had a dream that felt like it was real and you've woken up like, oh my God, thank God I didn't murder the postman or whatever? (laughs) Sounds like something you dream about, to be fair. (laughs) I mean, yeah, definitely would, but... Yeah, I've had dreams that feel like they're real, but you wouldn't have had a dream about the same person that felt just as real, would you? Wait, say that again. I wouldn't have had a dream about the same person. What about you murdering the postman? Yeah, you wouldn't have had a dream about that same postman, would you? 
No. Exactly. So it's nonsense. Right, but unless I knew the postman. <laughs> but either way, either way, it doesn't matter. Like, we, we know lots of the same people. If I had a dream yeah. about someone, you're not going to have a, a dream in a similar vein, are you, about said person? Or a, Okay, but let's say, okay, let's just do a hypothetical because I want to wish or talk about death on anyone. Let's pretend we have a friend called Bob. Chester. Oh, okay. Bob. Bob Chesterton, okay? Nice. And... <laughs> Bob passes away sadly and before his time and we're both connected to Bob we're good friends we might both have trauma attached to his death where we both have dreams about Bob that are separate and different and whatever that our mind has put forward but I would argue that that therefore is not supernatural because it's just you know imagination or the subconscious rather than it being like keith is coming back and writing things on people's walls or keith is moving things around like in the sixth sense or something and they're just like visions or illusions uh, no I, I i agree with you there that that's exactly what's going on but keith is also pushing people in a certain direction but with these to n- naming their children. Yeah, exactly. Lucas wasn't even in the school hallway, but he can see kind of through Keith's vision or what Keith's pushing that there's someone else there mm-hmm. watching. So there is that supernatural element. Jimmy doesn't tell him. You know, Mouth doesn't say. Nobody from the tutor centre says this girl was still in the school. They all thought she'd gone. So it's this supernatural element that is saying there's still something missing. There's someone still there. Have you seen it? And he sees Abby without anybody saying... Oh, yeah, Abby was milling about in the corridor still. Okay, what about when... Do you remember this? I don't know if you remember this or not. But do you remember when... I think it was around the boy draft bit. This is before Bevan and Skills were together. And there's a bit where Bevan is watching Skills at the water fountain. Oh, yeah. And and it plays into Bevan going like, you know, hey, Skills and Jin. I think she, like, touches his butt or something. Mm. And he's like, that's Skills with two L's. (laughs) yeah like ooh, yeah and then she's like writing it on the clipboard because it's for the boy draft and then like the the school bell goes and actually it knocks her out of it because she's been daydreaming about it and then skills kind of notices or and then she walks off or whatever do you consider that in the same vein because that's like just her daydreaming you know we all daydream right you've had daydreams we daydream we spend most of our life daydreaming yeah that that's different because it's a daydream so she's thinking she's thinking about an action that doesn't actually happen. She's imagine she's imagining and, and pretending to, you know, fulfill some sort of weird fantasy that is touching skills at uh, an inappropriate moment. And then she sort of snaps out of it. What I'm saying is with, she hasn't done it with these, yes. with these elements of Keith in these episodes is that that isn't the case. They're not daydreaming. Fair enough. They've had near death experiences, but they've both had these experiences. They both then see Keith. Keith then pushes them in a certain direction or suggests certain things to them that then they pursue. So that that's where it becomes supernatural. Like they're having a visit from uh, uh, an entity that, you know, is that, that is not natural, shall we say. Visits from Bob Chesterton. There you go. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Taylor? I think this is really interesting topic. Um, I think that I can see where both of you guys are coming from. Like, um, like 
keep coming back as a ghost is like fine but i think what dom is trying to allude to is like the fact that he's coming back and he's like trying to like change the way people are thinking or get them to um do something in their real life what like not in a ghost life not in an afterlife there it is um that they wouldn't necessarily had thought of otherwise whereas like in the dream sequence about bevan and skills like it's not like skills is like in her dream being like trying to make her make decisions you know <laughs> touch my butt <laughs> yeah, there's, um, there's a definite influence from keith yeah in, in all these uh, you know instances of him returning as ghost keith shall we say <laughs> so there's there's influences and he's influencing these people to do certain things or or think a certain way but in a daydream it doesn't happen because that person's already thinking that yeah that's I also, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if though um keith has any influence on karen naming lily lily because that's just like a thing between them like she's basically just like oh like go play with your daughter like i'll be waiting for you and then she like karen like goes over to lily and I mean, obviously, Lily is like, what's this flower? What flower is this? And she's like, that's a Lily. And I think that that is the dream that makes her want to call her Lily. I don't uh, know. Doesn't, doesn't do Keith say, like, think of the lilies or something like that? As well. so you find, find me in the lilies, yeah. like he says. He Come on. Say that. <laughs> and says, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. I guess I get what you're saying. I think in... So to use that Bevan skills uh, comparison again, she is putting out what skills reaction would be in the daydream. Mm-hmm. Like she's putting it forward. She's controlling it to a certain, to an certain extent, right? Yeah. Whether consciously or unconsciously where, where we're seeing Keith, it's like he is not being controlled by the narrator of the dream if that makes mm-hmm. sense he's yeah. not he it's like he's an independent element and yeah. so and it's free thinking and i guess from that perspective i get what you're saying that is like it's got a supernatural element to yeah. it he's so he's so happy with it taylor he's so happy with it <laughs> kim he loves it get out there in your underwear of your neighbor come on <laughs> I wouldn't want to uh, upset the rest of the neighbours in the area. <laughs> it would be the funniest thing if one day, next, tomorrow, Friday, it's supposed to be very hot here, is if he's just out there in his underwear sweeping oh up and you just come out, don't say anything to him, don't even make eye contact with him, with your own broom, and just start sweeping on your side. <laughs> I could do I could do that. All in the name of comedy, right? Yeah done and then secretly <laughs> film it we'll blur his face for you know we'll legal reasons or like take a little picture of uh what's his face dire and just copy it over his face there we go <laughs> there we go perfect <laughs> well okay so wait do it karen karen flatlines lucas gives out a great mom <gasps> yeah i thought it was quite good dom did you like it um <sighs> bloody hell it's gonna be a long night <laughs> the scenes are down with the best uh in this episode 
All right. Well, then, wait, pause on that because, right, we don't have too much time left, Taylor. We need to get your judgments. But before we do that, we need to get your comment on the Spice Girls routine. Oh, my gosh. Your reaction and how you feel about it. (laughs) Can't wait to hear Dom's as well. Um, Okay, I was fine when it was just, like, Bevan and Brooke and Peyton because, like, okay, yeah, they're, like, cheerleaders. Like, uh, maybe they had a routine to it. But then when freaking Rachel and Shelly and I mean, hey, I guess Haley was a cheerleader, too, at one point. But I don't know. I feel like it was just a thing that should have been more for Peyton, Brooke and Bevan, like original Ravens cheerleaders. Because once the others join in, it's like, kill that salute. That's corny. Like that. That was unnecessary. But I mean, it was nice that they brought in like a fun Spice Girl element to the show. Yeah, well, I said to Dom before we started watching the episode that there'll be something in this episode, like uh, this one, that I think he'll hate more than anything else he's ever hated um, in this show. And that is what I was alluding to. So let's find out. Dom, what is your reaction to the Spice Girls dance routine? Uh, It was quite possibly the single worst moment of One Tree Hill so far. (laughs) I thought so. Would you like to elaborate? Just exactly what taylor said like why is shelly suddenly involved why is is rachel existing why is why is any of that happening like i I can get that there's a connection between the spice girls and peyton and brooke there's an understanding there so had it been those two and exactly like you said taylor bevan i get it done a routine they were cheerleaders what have you okay kind of makes sense but then all of a sudden everyone joining in and we've broken out in dance just to fill time we need to fill an episode we need to make a 40 minute right. so what can we do let's throw in a a, a you know yeah. a one minute dance because we've got nothing like, else to say. let's have mouth make all these crazy decisions also to fill time there's that too like what are you doing like you just... would have broken an ankle jumping off the roof i'm sorry <laughs> definitely Landed on the python, broke his fall. It broke his fall, if anything, and broke the ground. I mean, this house has been through enough. It's been spray painted, you know, and Walls now it's destroyed. got a massive pothole outside. Yeah. <laughs> Dick shaped <laughs> pothole. Whose house is it? Is it supposed to be Rachel's house? Because she like apparently is hosting. I don't understand where that party was supposed to be. It's like a random so house much. in the woods, isn't it? Oh. Well, I think someone in the chat said while the episode was playing that there was some reference to it being demolished, like the next day or something. So that's why they were all treating it like garbage. But there's also a lot of odd oddities about this episode. Yeah. Lucas seems to just walk around with a copy of his own novel at all times so he can <laughs> read quotes He's to like, people. Here, read this. <laughs> It's going to be a novel if you've written about real people as well and put their names in. And Right, or well, his book, what, you know, has he called it a novel? Yeah. Right, okay. Well, what is the definition of a novel, a, a oh, fiction? No, you tell me. I don't know. Palindrome, yes. I don't. <laughs> Joe just comes back. But yeah, pretty much like novels are fictional, aren't they? Right. So, well, but, and then also... Brooke likes to just walk around with Rachel's GED just in case she ever turns up. You know, yeah, right? Yeah. Here, I have this for you. You know what? I thought about this, too. I was like, um, is, has she been carrying this around all night? Or, here's my theory, um, she had it in her car because 
girls have everything in their cars. And after Chase and her did the thing, she was like, oh, Rachel's at the party. I should just bring her her GED now because it's under like all of Chase's clothes. Like, here it is. I'll bring it to her. Do you think so Chase is going, oh, what am I, what am I sitting on? Something's... Uh, You've literally just taken the words out of my mouth. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. But I, uh, I, I was going to say I got called a man child recently on our on one of our reviews, and I was like, it's probably for things like this. I was going to say maybe she just pulled it out of out of ferret face Chase's butt. <laughs> that's that's childish. Filth, just pure filth. Well, probably you hope she'd wipe it off but okay <laughs> taylor we need your judgments dom oh, yeah. ask some questions come on well i got told off for this when i did the chuck episode because apparently i started in the wrong order we'll do it in order then there's please. not ever been a fucking order 88 episodes we haven't had an order 87 oh my god the listeners are literally crucifying you in the headphones Good. everyone knows it starts with performer character background performer line song rating i'm gonna go back and listen to 10 pick a random one no i'm gonna listen to 10 episodes worth of ratings just the ratings and i'm gonna write down the order and i guarantee it won't be the same order on any one of those 10 guarantee it anyway i'll bet you on that if you if if you win i'll sweep your porch in my underwear I don't have a porch, but I'll build one. Well, how, why has your neighbour got a porch and you don't have one? I said patio. This is this actually neighbour with the house. Novel fiction palindrome. This, oh, okay. This right. is the neighbour with, with the house. Not, it's not a flat person. Anyway, Taylor. Well, I, I'll sweep his porch. Let's get to some very important ratings and decisions <laughs> because we all need to know. So, Taylor, who was your favourite performer of the episode? Okay, and by this you mean like the character, right? I mean the actor. The actor. Okay, okay. Um, the actor, Paul Johansson. Um, Maura Kelly, Paul Johansson, Paul Johansson. So, Karen lost the bump quick, didn't she? In a day. <laughs> she put the lattes. Lattes. Well, I, I, Zumba. <laughs> Ode to Maura Kelly because I really like her speech when she's standing by the door. Um, and I think it's like pretty strong of her to be able to do that. Also, like, where's your baby while you're doing this? Um, oh yeah, she, she has no one. Like, everyone's at a party. Keith is gone. Deb's watching Jamie. Where's your child? Where's your child? Um. Anyways, no, I really like her speech. Oh, Tamora Kelly, Paul Johansson gets best performer. Nice, good choice. Yep. His sob just gets me. Yeah. Keep going, Dom. You got uh, this. And in a, in a similar vein, who's your favourite character of the episode? Um, who's my favourite character? If it's Chase, you... Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I might have to go... Ah. Mm. Oh. I'm going to go Haley. Ooh. I think because she, everything is like coming kind of full circle for her. Um, I think she has a good episode where she's just like, 
She has that one-liner with Rachel where she's like, throws her drink. She's like, that's for flicking me in the back of the head. Um, obviously still hates Rachel. Hilarious. Um, and then just a, like a few of her scenes I really like when they go back to the house because Deb's not calling and she's like, your mom, the former drug addict who like what the gun in the cafe. Um, and then when they get back, she's like, you crazy obsessive parent. And Deb's like, you called eight. And she's like, <laughs> I missed him. Um, yeah, I think Haley's Haley's had a good episode. That's my favorite character this episode. Nice. And, um, good choice. You got it. Come and, on. And what is your favorite song of the episode? That's not the next no, one. No. What's the one we're going with. Background before. Okay. We never fine. do. You never do it in that order, ever. <laughs> um, the very first song, Lightning Crashes by Live, the opening song episode. Opening episode. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and your favorite oh, background performer? <laughs> um, Kate, I'm going to say... One line or less. What the fuck? One line or less. Yeah, Kate, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Taylor. Oh, it's okay. Um, I didn't it's know not, there was an order either. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't because realize Because there that. isn't. <laughs> because there isn't, Taylor. Don't be fooled by his nonsense. Um, Do you <laughs> honestly don't think we start with performer and character every time in that order? Not always. I feel like it sometimes. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's performer character. I don't know. It's it's either it's or. Way. It's never yeah. never never one or the. It's always performer first. I know. I I, know, I can feel Tessa's with me on this. Just <laughs> telekinetically, I think. <laughs> but we'll see. Cat, maybe. I don't know. She differs. Cat, doesn't she? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, back Sorry, yeah, go on. Okay, so I want to say two. Um, one, I'm not sure if it'll count. Um, the doctor that's delivering Haley's baby. We'll take he it. He's like, oh, you go f- or keep going, Haley, or whatever. But it's like also Nathan's doctor in previous episodes, so I don't know if it counts because he's kind of reoccurring, kind of. No, no, we'll take him. He's all right. He counts. Okay. okay, cool. Otherwise, my other choice was the cop that Dan confesses to because he just sits there. He's like... <laughs> yeah, it's um... a good choice. <laughs> Go on, Dom, next one. I want a favorite one. line of the episode. No, man, it looks like you're winning men's ice dancing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line ffc you got a favorite line Ooh. he did he did and what about and uh, now this is the most pivotal moment of the whole thing the whole chat we've just had this is what it all comes down to we mm-hmm. need to know the precious what simon precious rating <laughs> taylor did you have a number in your head before we started this conversation i did and did that number change? Either go up or down at any point? I don't like, don't like the way you worded that. I don't like the way you worded it. That's not right either. Why the fuck are you going to do it? I don't know. I, I don't, don't actually know. I just I answer. don't actually know There's why. no point in me memorising these things because I don't really have to say them. I just but answer. sometimes I put you on the spot and what? you've been here for 88 episodes. 88 episodes. I've not given a shit about the order that we ask for the ratings or how we say it. I just want to say it. Truth comes out now, doesn't it? The truth came out episode two, probably. <laughs> and the truth's looking like FFC on a bad day. That's what. Sorry, yes, 
Did you have a number in? No, sorry, ask your question. You're I'll ruining Taylor's moment. Sorry, go on. And you're upset. You're going to upset Maureen because she's now waiting in the waiting room. Yep. Sniping. Did you have a number in your head before? Increase, I did. decrease? Yes. And it stayed the same? Yeah. Finish it off, John. Come on. Okay, Taylor, you're going to say that number on three, but it's just going to be you saying it. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. One, two, Three. Eight. Ooh, an eight. Interesting. And would you be willing to go to a nine? Um, yeah. Unwillingly. Uh, unwillingly go to a nine? Un- I, would, I would hesitate to go to a nine. Okay. So this, this says firmly an eight with you, but would you be willing to go down to a seven perhaps? Yes, I'm more willing to go down to a seven than up to a nine. Down to six? Mm, no, no, it's not six worthy. So we're we're definitely at an eight, potentially a seven. We wouldn't go near a nine. So it's almost impossible <laughs> to be a ten. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Got well, Taylor, we appreciate you. It's always <laughs> great to catch up with you and uh, and see you. And uh, glad that you you know getting over COVID. Thank, Thank you. you for coming on, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Sounds good. Thank you guys very, very much, and I'll see you in a little bit. Awesome. Look forward to seeing you at the Watch Along. You've been brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us and for Thanks. sharing your shows that we will struggle <laughs> to remember next time you're on. Season five. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It was fun. <clears throat> awesome. Excellent. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see you in a bit. Great to see, see you, Taylor. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. From one legend to another, we just go straight in with Marine. Marine, we apologize that you were waiting in the wings there for a little bit. We will, of course, hashtag make them wait to ensure that we get the full time in. So much to say on this episode. We're all scared because we know that you're violent. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? (laughs) <laughs> and you sound so sweet, so sweet and, and nice. lovely oh, you're violent oh you guys <laughs> just make me sound like a villain i'm just a really nice person you are you are and you're hooking us up with our next uh interview guest um and hopefully you can join us with it as well yeah i uh, think she actually emailed back with like two dates um i don't know about you but i can't do the second one because that's when my graduation is so i can't make that time We'll make it work for you. Don't worry. We'll yeah. find a date that works. And you know that we all say this about you, you know, being a sniper and wanting to, you know, kill people in jest. We love you, really. Marine, how are you? Welcome. I'm I'm doing great. It's like, you know, the last few weeks of school and exam, you know, final season and then done. Amazing. Yeah. It's a big, exciting time for you. This is, yeah, this it, is it. Is. You're... You're in that One Tree Hill phase. You're going to be going to a house and spray painting it and watching it get destroyed, <laughs> pushing mouth off a exactly. roof. Oh my god! I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish. Well, that's that is actually crazy. You're to us. You are the graduating cra- you know, class with Tree Hill. That's awesome. No, and you know well, what? I think that's so cool about this because I don't know if I've mentioned it to you. I've definitely mentioned it to like uh, Magdalena, I think. But when you guys like started the podcast, right? That was like august 2020 ish 
I think. Mm -hmm. And that's like at the beginning of their junior year. And that was the beginning of my junior year. And now we're at the end of their senior year and it's the end of my senior year. So your park has sort of really lined up with my journey with them. That's crazy. That's amazing. (laughs) I'll now like to think of ourselves as the soundtrack to your high school experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Maureen, we've got so much we need to talk about. Um, but we need to talk about your top five shows. Dom will quickly remind you of what they are. They've changed since last time. So are you guessing the new ones? Oh, how would I guess this? <laughs> Wait, if it's the new ones, on. is Stranger Things one of them? Stranger Things was their last time, but yes, it's there as well. Oh, and it was their last time their as last well. Time as well. Okay. New Girl? Yes. I knew you'd guess that one because we've been talking about that. Because it's, it's a great show. Did you ever watch Let's Be Cops? I did. I did watch it. Oh, yeah. It did we talk? The, yeah. Yeah. It was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my entire life. That should be <laughs> the movie you pick for a, a great movie that's a bit trash because it's a bit is trash, that, but it's so funny. It's so Is trash. that the one with Damon Wayne's his son in? Uh, yeah, the other Damon Wayne's. No, it's his son. Damon Wayne's son is the lead in that, I think. Yeah, isn't he also called... Damon oh, is he Damon yeah. Wayne's Jr.? Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I thought you was being like saying it was like uh, like his brother or something. But no, no, no. It's the, it's he's the... Damon Wayne's Jr. Yeah. Right. I haven't seen it. Is it good? I, I think it's hilarious. It's the most ridiculous film like ever, but it's it's very funny. But if you like New Girl as well, there's um, I don't know his name in real life. Nick. There's a character uh, called Nick in New Girl. That is, is, the, is, the is the same Jake? actor. Is the actor Jake? I can't remember. Okay. I don't remember. But he's in Let's Be Cops and it's he's just ridiculous and he's very funny, but it's very good. It's worth watching. I think it's really funny. Yeah. So silly. <laughs> anyway. Wait, Mar- Maureen, you watched Lost. I mean, you didn't finish it, but that surely, surely has got to be in there. It's so good. It's in the top 10. <sighs> Not the top Maybe I'll be in the top. So I, don't know if I, I don't know if we can crack the top five even by the time that it's done because my top five is pretty set. <laughs> We got the OC in your top five. That's also in the top ten. Oh, okay. Not yeah. quite top five material. No. Not surprised. Gilmore <laughs> Girls. <laughs> no, but I do love that show. Have you got one of the funny ones like Friends slash The Office? I am watching Friends right now, though, for the first time. Oh, that's oh right. my god! Yeah. It makes me. I know. I'm, I know. I'm making probably everybody sound like, and feel really young or feel really old right now. Uh, but I am watching Friends for That's the first time. That's exactly how you're making everyone feel right now. Maureen is only watching Friends for the first time. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, was Friends was Friends even still airing when you were born? Friends ended in 2004. That's when I was born. I can remember 2004. Like <laughs> that was the year. Like I was before I went to university. So we were 17. That would have been the year I was the most stupid version of myself. That was probably, so <laughs> you guys are probably my age at that time, if you were like 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 2005 was, yeah, we were 18 and we went, I went to university. You were, Did you go to Camp America then? Uh, no, I, I went to Camp America when I was 19. I messed up a year before I went to uni, being 17, 18, <laughs> being not a good... But see, that's what that's what's crazy to me is, Maureen. If like me at your age, I could never have been on like a podcast and had these like 
adult like conversations. You could have been on it if podcasts like you know existed like this. No, I was. I well, I. I don't think I would have been into podcasts and think, well, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm too harsh on that version of myself, actually. I, I, think, I think sometimes you, you, can vil- you can villainize yourself, but um, we'll save that for another time. Wait, Maureen, what? it's awesome that you are... What I'm trying to say is it's awesome that you're so well put together and you know mature and lovely and all these things at such a young age. It bodes well for you. Don't ruin it now, though, okay? Don't go to college and get all big for your boots and whatever just stay humble stay good try my best do do many advice um just all of that <laughs> um, and put have fun but put effort into university if i'd put in as much effort in the sort of last three weeks as i'd put in for the first three years i probably would have done a lot better <laughs> <laughs> i think the advice is just don't be like rachel in any sense oh my god no i feel like don't that's just <laughs> it should never, should never even be a thought. Well, wait. Well, we need. Well, we desperately want to get to all of that. So that okay. put us out of our misery. Tell us your top five. Okay. Um. So not including One Tree Hill. Uh. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Of course. Oh, yes. Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. White Collar. Ah. <sighs> oh, yes. Yeah. And obviously Hilary Burton's in that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh. We talked about New Girl. Uh. Game of Thrones. Love Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. So much pain. But, you know, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, okay, because, like, that show and the books are basically forced into my hand by uh, two of my friends. And they said, rule number one, don't get attached to any of the characters. So, obviously, the Mm -hmm. first thing I did was go and get attached to characters. And then they all died. (laughs) So, Game of Thrones. And then Five of Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Nicely done. I'm so disappointed I didn't remember Brooklyn Nine-Nine and White Collar because... I've seen them both all the way through, and we've talked about it <laughs> as well. Yeah. So the fact At least that you remember I... New Girl, though. Yes, New Girl. Like uh, we've it... talked about the most, and most yeah, yeah. New Girl sort of sticks with me. But they have a crossover. They have a crossover. New Girl, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Never mind. I'll get them next time. I'm sure. <laughs> and Andy Sandberg is. Um in the reboot of the chip and dale adventures adventurers movie and it is so good it's like not what you're expecting it's a complete like satire of reboots and of disney like wow. I, I dom you would definitely enjoy it because it take it it's sort of not mocking but it's very referential to the late 80s, early 90s, which is, you know, our period. Maureen, I also believe you'd like it because it's also self-referential of modern day fandoms like i think it's it's really good i can't recommend it enough it's not what you'd expect disney plus both watch it let me know what you think for sure okay i'm gonna tell us a trash movie that you love well since dom already stole let's be cops i'm gonna go with uh the princess diaries 2 the second movie in in, like in particular okay it's a horrible movie but it's so great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> prince william Excellent. is actually uh referenced in it because like the girl just like finds out that she's like um a princess of like a foreign country and she's like going through like a slideshow of like foreign princes that you know she can like marry and then prince william shows up in there <laughs> that's pretty funny and does she say no to him she's like oh my god prince william he's so cute because that was when he was like not bald and he was like cute <laughs> <laughs> 
But then, you know, um, they're like, oh, but, you know, he's already the heir to, like, you know, his own crown. We can't marry him. I just put him in there because I think he's hot. <laughs> okay. That gives you an idea of what kind of movie it is. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, and then tell us why this, uh, why, you, why you want it to be on this episode. So obviously you chose this one. Yeah. So um, back when I was choosing episodes, I sort of did the math and I realized that this episode would come when I was graduating. And this episode has always been like a emotional episode for me, especially right now, um, because like, you know, I'm leaving school in a few weeks and it's all kind of sad. And like, you know, the way that it is there, it's sort of like a bittersweet moment. And I think all of the like themes and lessons in this episode have always really stuck out with, I have always really like stuck out to me. Um, and you know what, even though like probably quality wise, you can probably list better episodes, but I think this might just be my favorite one. Wow, of the whole show. Of the whole show. I've done a lot of thinking about this. Um, Dom, don't... (laughs) Dom, remember what I said, that even if it's not the greatest in quality, I still feel like it has some merit, and that's why I was thinking. For the the listeners that obviously can't see, Dom just completely submerged himself into his hands. He done... (laughs) There's a, a term that the listeners ravens have come up with which is called turtling for dom which is when he tries to hide within his hoodie when watching when ferret face chase is on or rachel is on or, or any other character he despite psycho dairy yeah things that either like irk him or he wants to hide from but because he's in a t-shirt right now because we're in you know the beginning of summer he kind of just submerged and turtled into the palms of his own hands i i just i said it when taylor was on i'm just too scared to get to the ratings bit <laughs> so i don't think i can go that far see that's why i signed up to be the last person to come on oh because so you just gonna, she's just gonna annihilate me at the end of this episode don't ruin the end of her high school experience dom well i'm gonna have to i'm afraid <laughs> well wait okay well let's get into it yeah. so we've got We've spoken a bit, we've spoken about Dan, obviously you can have your say, but we've, mm-hmm. we've spoken about Dan and Karen uh, and and Chase, and that's pretty much it. So the rest of the bulk is on here. We've got Lucas, Nathan, Haley, <laughs> Brooke, Skills, Mouth and his crazy decision making, Shelly. There's a lot to go through, but it kind of actually, this it kind of reminds me of Scream a little bit. Have you seen Scream, Maureen? I think once maybe I've only seen the first one. Right. Okay. Well, the uh, the first one, the the whole second half of the movie happens. Hello, Luna. She hasn't gone. She didn't pee. Okay. Thank you. That was my signal to say that Luna did not successfully pee out in the gardens. So I will be doing that later tonight. Um, <laughs> the scream. The whole second Wait, half of the you'll, movie. You'll be doing the peeing. <laughs> We'll pee together, probably. <laughs> no, I'm not peeing in my own garden. Um, pee in the neighbor's garden. <laughs> the neighbors okay, looking out of their windows, like. <laughs> I'm just like evening. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time. Uh, uh, the whole second half of Scream all happens at a house party. Obviously, it has a very different ending than to this episode. That would be very dark if uh, you know. So, Ferret face chase and mouth are actually the dynamic killers in anyway. Um this ep- the majority of this episode happens in one location, so the characters are all kind of interchanging. So we'd probably cover multiple people within the same time. But who do you want to start with, Maureen? And Dom will do a wonderful synopsis for you. 
Well, let's just start with mouth because I just feel the need to like really say how much I hate mouth. Okay. Do you want do you want Dom to synopsize and yes. then go? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so mouth. Um, he turns up to the party um, dressed as a figure skater, uh, and is told that his blouse isn't. You know, isn't. I guess manly enough is kind of the uh, assumption that we're making here. So he goes and changes or he goes and takes it off and puts his jacket on um, so that he kind of feels a bit more comfortable and, and maybe a little bit less judged. But this episode, he it's almost like being dragged around by Brooke to begin with to go and play spin the bottle. And it's like, she's like, Oh, this is your opportunity to, you know, meet someone else or, you know, be 12. And um, they, he, gets dragged out to go and play spin the bottle in this room and Shelly is there. And it's a little bit awkward um, because Shelly is no longer a clean teen and making that very obvious in this episode. Um, and uh, but he kind of like quickly runs away from it and Brooke's like, sorry, you know, whoops. Um, and I'm not really sure where he goes from there. He's kind of sitting with the other Rivercourt guys on that little roof bit a little bit depressed and then uh someone insults uh shelly for being a bit loose shall we say and uh, he pushes mouth over and mouth smacks him in the face which was a pretty good moment is good defensive moment i thought i thought that was like good of mouth for once uh and then he gets wait this... hang on hang on hang on you're going too quickly you're going too quickly could we just i've got a lot of time hang left. on wait just pump the brakes for a second can i just say the when when he punches the guy it's a very i didn't know whether it was an intentional like ode to back to the future because the camera angle of when mouth is like he gets pushed to the floor the camera angle is facing him while he's like getting up and it's very similar to um george mcfly like getting up when he's been pushed and then swinging at biff like did you think either of you think that I didn't think it, but I, I can definitely see what you mean now. You've pointed it out. And then the only other bit was when Mouth said uh, he's talking to Brooke saying that, oh, Rachel's here. And he's like, you know, a girl that I that I have history with has just shown up. Do you have history with her? I don't think you do. Like, I think that, well, go on, Maureen, go and batter him. Let's hear it. I mean, they do have a history. It's a pretty lame history. It's not the history he's wanting everyone to think it is. He's so annoying. Because okay, I think it is. Is just because I know people our age who are like him, and they piss me off so much. <laughs> and you know, I think honestly, at this point, Mouse just needs to get an orange jumpsuit and be Dan cellmate because I think that's where he belongs. Um, like, yes, Mouth, it does look like you're wearing a blouse. And, you know, because Fairface Chase has no brain cells, it doesn't look like you're winning men's ice dancing. You're clearly losing men's ice dancing. You're falling all <laughs> over the ice. You can't do a single jump, nothing. And when he goes and says, well, well, I, I could see both of your faces on the watch along. And I could see everyone else's face. Everyone looked like they wanted to off themselves. <laughs> because there was no punchline to that. That was what was odd. He He's like, well, there. well. And then, yeah, it's He's like supposed, supposed to, to be like something well, after that. Right, exactly. Like, well, there was no well, punchline. If it isn't the red-haired skank who everyone hates in Tree Hill, I feel like that would have been a better thing to say. But he just left it. <laughs> that, yeah. 
Right. And then he sexually assaults Brooke. He jumps off of a roof to then just go and kiss her when she's clearly with somebody else. He's had conversations with her, but also when was this ever invited or noted as consensual? And she just kind of laughs it off. And it's poised as his hero moment. That was such a Mark Swan thing to put in the script, I feel. Because, you know, because you know how Mark said that he sort of bases himself, how he bases mouth off of himself, right? And how, you know, it's always the nice guy. And it's like, oh, like in this moment, we're supposed to be like, oh, you know, the nice guy got like a victory or something. Right. But it just feels like really, really wrong. And I really hope he like injured himself in that fall. (laughs) It's odd. It's odd. Um, But yeah, it happened. Do you have any comments on that, Dom? Just, uh, just felt all totally unnecessary. You, you would have almost thought that Brooke would have, like, taken the momentum of being spun around and smacked him in the face. Um, but it, it is supposed to be that exactly like you said, that hero moment and kind of like a power move, isn't it? Like, you know what? I've suddenly developed some testicles and I'm going to go for it and I'm going to try them. But rather than going up to him and saying, you know what, Brooke, I've liked you since the moment I met you. Since the moment I laid eyes on you, I thought you were, you know, wonderful. And I would really like to kiss you now. And giving her the opportunity to say, okay, great, let's go for it. He just goes and does it. And it's just, it's just a bit weird. It's a bit creepy, isn't it? Or even if it was in, uh, she could see it coming, you know, like it's different if they were like sat down having a conversation, they're engaged in conversation and he's like, okay, this is my moment. I'm going to lean in and see and then she has the option to be like no thank you you know there's there's something communicated there or she has an option to say no in that moment he just pulled her so there's no choice you know it was like she didn't have the chance to say no i think at that moment if it was a sit down kind of moment and there were subtitles on it would read brooke davis recoils in disgust 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent there you go. Okay. Is well, Dom. Do you have a prediction for Mouth? Hopefully, moving into season five, just gone, <laughs> gone with Rachel, and this time he stays away. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, I think Mouth yeah, is. Yeah. I think Mouth is a niner. Unfortunately, he's going to continue to repeat. Um, but we don't have any real inkling of where he's going, do we? We've not been told about college no. or some sort of special podcast webcast that he's up to now or you know he's commentating school yeah something like that some sort of journalism maybe he'll go and do journalism somewhere um or like yeah kind of sports journalism that sort of thing i think that kind of suits his character is he going to end up at the same university college whatever as lucas that feels a bit likely he sort of follows him around a little bit so is I it ever that... mentioned where Lucas and everyone else is going or no? It was mentioned at the end of this episode. Oh. Well, we know that, you know, that Lucas is going to be uh, the co- assistant coach right. to Nathan's Nathan. School. And then yeah. Haley's obviously going to go there with him. Skills yeah. isn't too far away. Mm-hmm. So I reckon so... Mouth will be probably between the two schools. <laughs> yeah. Uh, upsetting the uh, females of each college. Okay, let's quickly move on to Rachel. I just have one um, more con- thing about mouth. 
Um, yeah. Is that, you know, uh, we talked about how um, he uh, defended uh, Shelly when he punched the guy. Um, and that was like a good thing for him to do. But I still do wish that when the other guy like shoved him, he had pushed him just a little bit more to the right. So that he ended up in the bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> just burnt alive. Just That's horribly, the end of... horribly disfigured. From... Yeah, I feel like, like that would the end of the wicker, man. It brings moment, a good guys. rain and a harvest. <laughs> so, you know, it's a win in the end. Well, that moment in Star Wars, like you were mentioning earlier, where... Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin is in the fire bit. He's had his legs and arm chopped off by everyone. He's got the high ground. What happened? Yeah, he's I got left? the. <laughs> <laughs> we moved on to Star Wars. <laughs> you were meant to bring balance to the Force. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> I loved you. <laughs> you are my brother. It's turned. It's oh turned British. Oh, Sorry. Ah, uh, Star Wars podcast. Please no. Um, no. (laughs) Right, can we just move on to Rachel quick because we Mm -hmm. can get rid of her quite quickly. Yes. Uh, Rachel pops in. It's her party. Uh, I. She flicks Haley in the back of the head. Is it wrong that I thought that that flick was like a victory for all of us? It was like, yeah, (laughs) flick her in the back of the head. She's been whispering for like a season and a half. So annoying at this point. Flicker, and then and then when Haley turned around and was like, yeah, 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 and like did the drink, I thought, fuck off, Haley. Sorry, Marine. Like Jesus. No, no. I mean, like I did think that was justified, but what Rachel said was that when she was like, you know, oh, you know, ah, that's for soaking me. Um, at the last party, and then she was like, the um, slap I deserved. I was like, girl, you deserve both of them. She did. I just, but I, I don't know. Haley I've... also deserved this flip too. I think she deserved a little flick. She's been a little bit bratty, a bit annoying time. She's been through a lot. She's been she got hit by a car dom. Back off of her a little bit. Uh, but I'm just I mean Dante didn't, but you should. And you know. Insane. What did you think, Dom? Did she deserve the flick or not? Oh, definitely. I think a full would have would have been all right. Yeah, a full palm. Maybe hailing I mean? the bonfire instead. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe not that far, but you know close to it but a full, like a full palm across to the back of it across the back of the head would have been okay so a flick was just harmless nonsense but yeah she she does <laughs> harmless nonsense she deserved it and then the the drink throwing at the end is exactly just like oh that's annoying isn't it that's so but annoying. wouldn't you also throw a drink at rachel though i feel like all uh, of us would i mean rachel on the bonfire for definite <laughs> that was like she'd just be added as fuel <laughs> <laughs> You put her on, it just explodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I also imagine her just bursting into flames if she walked into a church, you know, it's that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I love the actress, um, Danielle Ackles, but I do want to use my martial arts on Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you both have martial arts. It's great. I think both of us have black belts. We do. Yeah. And I, I don't. I'll just watch. That's I'll just be there. We're having a the fight. Referee. <laughs> yeah perfect that's why we're gonna have a fight in uh, 2025 <laughs> excellent yeah you can fight you guys can fight each other on where the river court used to be and our referee yeah i'll host it yeah i'll do the interviews afterwards you know i mean you'll only interview me donald will be knocked out there you go it'll yeah. be on, on the i'll be on my way to hospital i'll be seeing keith <laughs> <laughs> you know keith's like see me in the lilies dom <laughs> 
<laughs> or you'll just be seeing that one doctor who treats every single person in that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Leg. And he's then Dr. Leg. Yes. <laughs> Tess is loving that reference. <sighs> Um, okay, right. So, wait, the main, that's kind of it for Rachel. She gets a GED. Great. Dom, what's your prediction? Are we going to see Rachel again or is she done now? She's done. She's got to be done. She's got to be four and out, surely. I think, I think FFC is taking over, unfortunately, still. I think FFC is going to appear in the credits. It's going to be so upsetting, but it's going to be replacing <sighs> Rachel. I hope. Katina. I really want, really want her gone. Okay, Maureen, where, who are we talking about next? Um, let's go on to Nathan and Haley since we already started a bit about Haley. I knew you was going to go to Nathan. Do you remember there was like a time where you just berated, well, me because Dom wasn't really available on social media, and then then he became, but berated me that we always left Nathan and Haley <laughs> to last because they're your favorite characters. That's when I was younger. And more naive. <laughs> you know, That's when he was like, in high school. Like 16 years old. Yeah. No, oh, you know what? Did... I feel like now rewatching with you guys, like before I put so much more emphasis on Nathan and Haley, and I'm like, hey, the other characters exist and are pretty cool too. There you go. Well, do you, uh, do you, do you want to tell us about them in this episode? Listen, you call me eloquent, want... but not really. I'm not that eloquent, so we're going to get Dom to do it, who's actually eloquent. Fair, okay. Dom? Oh, I'd stumble on my words all the time. I wouldn't call that eloquent, but we'll give this a go. We have You're a professional. I have definitely not. We have <laughs> the moment the baby is on its way. And the beginning of the episode kind of starts off in that slow motion. We're dragging Haley, kicking and screaming because she wants to give a valedictorian speech instead of having a baby. We're dragging her, kicking and screaming to an ambulance to shove her in it. The speech gets thrown on the floor by accident and Haley's desperately trying to pick it up because she doesn't want to leave it. She wants to complete that speech. But like, no, you've got to have a baby now. I wish that was happening. Haley's <laughs> <laughs> having contractions and the baby's definitely on its way. She's like piled into the back of an, an ambulance and Nathan is looking a little bit nervous. I couldn't help but feel that the back of that ambulance is incredibly narrow. Like how the hell could anyone fit in there, let alone have a paramedic be working on someone in the back of that, you know, as well as having the, the husband come along. It was felt very cramped and awkward. Um, and then it's kind of that moment where, Brooke yeah. is like narrating the rest of the speech and, and reading that out at the beginning of the episode. So I guess our quote that was normally by like Steinbeck or uh, some other author was actually uh, a Haley quote at the beginning. We get to the hospital. She's having the baby. She has the baby. The baby comes. We then find out the name of the baby. Uh, James, 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 yep. James. Lucas, Lucas, Scott, no Keith. <laughs> desperately 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 and uh emotionally traumatized that they didn't they didn't reference keith in the name at all but they gave it lucas's name and we all know that's probably because that's the real father which that is also alluded to in this episode because lucas even says mm, it looks like his uncle mm, speaks the uncle's the dad i don't take um, many notes but i did write that down saying no. that you're gonna bring it back hundred percent hundred percent lucas's right. kid Dom, <laughs> we'll find out it. in two like, generations. Two seasons time. Two ge- <laughs> do you ever? Do you? 
do you remember how you were hell bent that Lucas and Haley were going to get together? Mm-hmm. Do you still think there's ever any ever sliver of hope of that happening? They're one the drunken night away from doing something silly, aren't they? You and I are one drunken <laughs> night away. From... <laughs> I don't, don't need a... to be drunk, Simon. <laughs> in the morning out there drinking coffee in my underwear with your neighbour you'll, you'll get these references later Marine when, when you, you listen when back when you listen but... back yeah sweeping a pat yeah yeah um, anyway the baby's here it's been named uh, and then it's kind of moves focus for Nathan doesn't it on this path so are we covering Nathan and Haley or just Nathan for, for now was it both him both here we both. can the, their paths split ever so slightly so we have the continuous callbacks to, to panicking about their newborn baby that they've abandoned on its first night of existence with a, <laughs> uh, an alcoholic dr- drug addict gun wielding mother i don't um, think it's the first night it's two weeks later it's in the beginning that it's two weeks later all right all right Let's, just either, it out, either way it's brand new it's brand mm. new that the baby bumps on both the, the ladies that have had babies in this episode have gone i'm sure that doesn't happen within two weeks either way zumba zumba and pilates because <laughs> yeah. we know Haley doesn't go to school so it's probably what she's been doing all day a billion sit-ups a day um yeah. and so they they decide to go out deb says go enjoy yourselves you don't need to call i'm a you know, I've I've done this before. It's this is fine. I've got this. Go and live your life for a little bit, um, because it's the last opportunity you're going to get. So they do. They take her up on it, and they're constantly calling back. And that's kind of the joke: is that you know Haley's going to be the one that panics, but we know Nathan is as well, and is phoning to check in on the baby. It's quite a sweet moment. But what I I'd forgotten about that's definitely happened in this episode is that there's absolutely zero concept of time. There's no concept of time in this program at all. They don't sleep. They can visit a prison whenever they want. It's just, they could just absolutely yeah. turn up at any time of day. Cause you, you, you kind of assume that it's what 10 o'clock at night, bordering 11. And they're like, let's go and visit Dan. Like, ordering 11 <laughs> i'm gonna go and get a drink and let's go and visit let's go to the prison you know, and see it, see how dan's getting on you know like with some sort of vip prison guests and we just wander around ridiculous Your timeline is so like, like this is what <sighs> i like to call the tree hill space time continuum where time doesn't exist it doesn't and they just do whatever they want yeah and they yeah. don't require sleep they don't Karen go to a watch and along Kel- karen and Haley's pregnancy timelines make zero sense like for the like since these episodes came out this entire fandom has been like arguing like okay so if the baby was conceived that day it's still not possible it's still like a five-month pregnancy what is happening no one knows what's happening dom the best thing just to do is accept it because we're never gonna know okay oh, there we go i've been told <laughs> <laughs> just the time the space-time continuum of, of dree hill is just I, sorry for my language but it's fucked um <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that, uh, Nathan was pretty convinced that he wants to go and see Dan in prison. We should go and see him. We we kind of need to have some questions answered and find out what's happened. And Lucas talks him out of that. It, it takes pretty much the entire episode, but he talks him out of that. And we have that scene, that very staged moment with the two of them standing 
either side of this big bit of graffiti that says state champs or whatever and then the camera moves in and i'm sure that's t-shirt worthy and all sorts but i thought that was a dreadful moment um i'm gonna very quickly move on before maureen shouts at me or simon i don't think it's um, actually like a t-shirt where it's like i don't remember that being like a standing moment no i don't think but it they, is i think it, it looked like they tried just, to make it a thing because it was paused on that for a while and maybe the they tried to make it a thing maybe they tried to make it a thing but they're other things from this episode that stand out in our t-shirt worthy to other people oh god nothing else stood out as t-shirt <laughs> just that Nothing well, the, the, the end the ending you know like when they going to play one-on-one again because we're taking it back to the pilot yeah you mm-hmm. know? The, the whole river court experience at the end was supposed to be yeah signing, yeah. signing off isn't it it's kind of a a nice ending shall we say yeah um, and the fact is like you know i could i could did what does duca say i could do this all I could do this forever, night, little brother. Or for do this forever. Yeah, like that's like a nice moment. That was mm-hmm. a nice way of signing it off. Not with HCM. Um, anyway. <laughs> 15 minutes, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Not forever. Anyway, Haley... going to come up and replace him. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> um, Haley approaches Brooke and says, we want you to be the baby's godmother. Brooke is uh, incensed and, and overjoyed and, and says yes. And then uh Haley also approaches Lucas and asks I'll wait for you to say something then because you put your hand up. I thought you was gonna finish your sentence. I want you to finish it for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but ask Lucas to be the godfather. Go. I was gonna say the godparents exist anymore. Like as in uh, uh F and I had a loose conversation about it when she was pregnant of are we going to ask people to be his godparents? And then we're like, well, like we're not, um, we're not massively religious, but we're also, we're not, um, we're not like atheist, but we don't, we're not like agnostic. We don't really know. We're kind of spiritual to a sense. I don't know. It's probably a journey that we need to do more delving into, but we thought, but we're also not like heavy Christians. So it's like, is that just like, you're doing a thing because it's a tradition or it was a whole thing. But then I kind of just thought, I don't know. I don't think people really do the godparent thing anymore. Like, do you have, do you have godparents, Maureen? I don't. And I don't know anyone who does. I don't know if it's like a Christian thing, but like, cause I like, I'm not Christian. Right. But I feel like mm-hmm. I would just do it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a godparent, you're a godparent. Suck it. You're not. that felt like intro worthy we'll see if you make the cut from sarah but uh what dom do you do you have godparents and is it a christian thing or is it just it's just a thing i don't actually i don't know christian slash catholic thing Uh, when you're baptized or christened you then name a godparent as well right because sort of... i think i have godparents but i think it was just because it was the 80s <laughs> yeah. i've got parents as well also the 80s yeah there the you 2000s. go <laughs> but, right <laughs> but, but, but dom say hypothetically if you had a kid you know baby simon just making assumptions um would would you what would you feel about godparents uh not entirely necessary i don't you know the... <laughs> not entirely necessary you've had some great ones tonight bordering 11 <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they're it, it's that important it, it's not important to me because um I, i'm not religious at all 
So it it sort of it, it's supposed to, it's almost supposed to be like a bond, like a, a, a an emotional religious connection sort of thing, isn't it? That that person is your, I guess, protector in the absence of your parents. They're they're that extra layer, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. But, um, don't bother me. You could. I, I kind of think that in Tree Hill, they they're just going to name them as godparents. They're not necessarily going to have the the whole element of having the the christening and and going through the motions of that. It would just be you're a good parent, and it's just by title rather than anything else. Does your uh, son have godparents, Simon? No. Okay, I call godmother. <laughs> we've already talked about this take it we've already talked it. about this because i'm already going to be the mentor of your child i feel like he's a good <laughs> influence <laughs> yeah well marine teaches me things dom like uh sometimes if i write something outlandish she will just write back gibberish <laughs> and i didn't understand just but that's it's like imagining if you smash the keyboard <laughs> that's what it means so i can do yeah, that dom, if now i type sometimes. something into the chat this is what i'd respond to someone if i'm like <laughs> If it's just in a rage. <laughs> or laughing. It just it's it's a if mood. If I'm in a, a rage vibe. or if I'm laughing. Or if I just like can't like physically type because I'm like laughing and I'm shaking, I'm just like <laughs> there you go. The thing is, Maureen, is Dom is exactly two weeks older than me. So um yeah, he'll, this too. his his gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll get there. No, it's but... so funny because when you guys like text me like laughing, it's like LOL, period, laughing emoji. <laughs> they're oh, capital dear. letters and there's grammar. I'm going to put H A space, H A space. I'm going to go, ha, 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 for in the future. We'll be texting like your dad, Dom. Oh, my God. I was going to say, because, Tom, you give your dad so much crap about typing O dot K dot. But you're it's o, no, it's O dot space dot. It's O dot space K dot space. Right, the space Next word. Right. I have a two-hole punch. <laughs> yeah, the I told Ephany that. I, I retold that story and she laughed. And I was like, I didn't even tell it half as good as how Tom did. That's I'm just going to check my phone actually and see. It's been a difficult time for my dad lately, so it's probably not Of course, anything. of course. I could read something out from one of you. Uh, sure. No. As <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, I hope your dad's okay, man. He That's said, rough. hi, have you been, hi, full stop. Have you been home <laughs> yet to put the caddy away? Question mark, comma. What, about, what's the caddy? The the food caddy. You know, the, the oh, okay. you know, that we put food waste out in. Uh, oh, basically, right, 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 they'd right. put it out, but because my dad was going away on that day, he he couldn't put it back in. So right. he asked me to, to drive down there, drive down, walk down there, whatever, to go and put it back in. So I put, uh, not yet, but I'll be going down there soon. And then he replied, hi, comma, <laughs> again, straight away, straight away. This is, this is, this is within two minutes as well. Any chance that you could bring a bottle of whisk for me? Luckily, I knew what he meant. He meant whiskey. It's in the loo. There's a bottle of Bowmore. That will do space rhyming full stop space thank you full stop there you go. wait wh- <laughs> how, how does he drink his whiskey need to know now just neat out the bottle straight up <laughs> excellent that's good and good addition there you go. yeah. 
<laughs> okay. But I don't text like that. How dare you, Marie? How dare you? Still text like an old person. I am an old person. I know. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, hang on. Right, godparents. Continue, Dom. Lucas is a godparent now. Lucas and Brooke are now both named godparents of this child. Um find very odd because um well, it's not that odd, I guess. <laughs> Haley and Brooke have got closer over time and, you know, things have worked out quite well between them and they're good friends. Um, so I think fair enough. It's a nice decision. And then Lucas, obviously, for obvious reasons, because he's the real dad. Um, and then we have yeah. the whole situation of Haley saying to Lucas, this is kind of the last time we're going to see each other for a long time. We've seen each other every day for so many years and now we're not going to see each other. And it's, 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 quite a moment i guess between them that would be a big deal um it's kind of like us leaving primary school simon and going to secondary school yeah true except for when she went on a rock tour and abandoned everyone exactly but, and yeah. it was like bullshit. Simon, you could go on a rock tour this is our rock tour right now we just do it <laughs> we just choose to do it from home because we're in our phase because <laughs> we're old but funny enough she yeah. didn't talk to him for pretty much the whole time she was on the rock tour so yeah, yeah. talk to anyone. She abandoned all her responsibilities and um, relationships in yeah. that period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe she'll abandon her child. We'll see. <laughs> Wait, you, that's why you got godparents. Yeah. You're, um, but you're right, that was a poignant moment. Because, yeah, they're going to, like, Dom and I were, like, inseparable in primary school, which I think you'd call elementary school. And then we went, we were put into uh, different high schools, secondary schools, middle schools, whatever you want to call them. And that's where we had, like, a gap, kind of, within our friendship, rekindled by the love of podcasting and One Tree Hill. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, we, gotta, we must keep moving. So, right, Nathan, Lucas is going to be Nathan's basketball coach assistant coach he had the epiphany that that's his moment it's going to do it uh dom here's with some predictions because we've still got to talk about lucas and peyton and we've got to talk about the spice girls i think that was a massive prediction by the way as well the lucas being a coach or taking on coaching when he gets to college i think i called that weeks and weeks and weeks ago so um well done me Thanks, guys. It's really Jesus. scary when you get things right. I'm like, <laughs> I, people think you cheat. I think sometimes. I think so too. I'm not saying you think I, I cheat, know that you, or you don't. think people think I cheat. I think you cheat. I don't. Definitely don't. I, one, you wouldn't. I, I haven't got time. Two, I wouldn't do that. And three, I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so, he he wouldn't cheat though. It's like within his uh, like code, his internal code. He wouldn't yeah. do it. I I need I need to know that I'm right. <laughs> Just myself, without there you go having to look it up. So for your own ego, I'm like, sort of vindicated and feel yeah. so much better when I am right. But I get so much wrong, and I w- I wouldn't get anything wrong if I was cheating. So you like the smugness. You like love to it. earn the yeah. smugness. I love it. It's like a warm blanket, isn't it? <laughs> he loved it when one of them got HCM. He loved it when. What else did you predict? Did you uh, predict Psycho Derek coming back at prom? Yeah, I think he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's been so I many. Can't you know. Oh, you, Abby, Abby Brown. You called Abby Brown when it happened, and then you kind of forgot about it. Mm. But people were messaging like, "How does he even remember Abby Brown?" At that point, I just like paused it for a minute. I was like, "I can't." I <laughs> I'm out. Maria <laughs> was just like, "Fuck this guy." Fuck. Well, Piece you wouldn't shit. speak so vulgar, but okay, too far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, do you have a prediction for? Nathan and Haley, and then let's move on to Lucas. Um, I, the only problem is, is I don't know where season five is going to start. And this is always the problem for me is, is are we going to start at the beginning of college when we're moving on and they're moving into a, ha- a little house together with the baby or, you, you know, they're just traveling to college or I, I kind of, I kind of can't figure that out or get that right. We haven't seen. Can I just tell you, sorry to interrupt you. Can I just say, tell you that traditionally there when the seasons break that we miss summer and we start back with the academic year starts okay. it's like we and we usually that was like um when like keith and lucas had been away for the whole summer in charleston and then the academic year is going to start we come back or when uh that is when he'd left the thing yeah usually we miss the summer and start again at I don't like, think what would that be part September. was in the summer with Lucas and them because they just left in the beginning of the year because season two is the end of their junior year. So I think in between season two and three, because like two ends off at the end of their junior year and then season three starts off with their back to school like beach party. So like in between that, they skip, the sum- they skip the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that they hmm. skip the summer in between the seasons yeah. usually. But yeah. Yeah, I think I did kind of say that that it will be the end of like Peyton's internship, for example, and it will be because I, I thought Lucas was going to spend the summer investigating Dan and trying to catch him out and trying to get him to admit it and convince everyone else that he's the, the killer, but he's just walked up to a police station and admitting it and put himself in prison. So, um, yeah, I find like Lucas is going to be horrendously bored for the summer, probably writing. Um, I, I do kind of think that we'll get to the end of the summer season five will start and it will be okay. First day of college, Whitey's first day uh, uh, as a coach for the new basketball team, them getting kind of acclimatized to their new situations and scenarios. I, I get, I'm guessing kind of uh, Lucas walking around the college, walking around the, 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 the gym or, and the facilities that he's now going to be, some sort of coach of um and then kind of meeting up with whitey i suppose and we'll see nathan and Haley kind of at the same place so i i just don't know how it's going to fit with baby what what's going to be happening there they're all going to live in one big house and look after the baby all together I, I don't know how close they are to to tree hill whether they can commute and still live with families you know is lucas going to stay behind and look after lily as well whilst Karen is managing the cafe, you know, there's all these elements that kind of come into it. So I, I kind of like the idea that they're going to move away from Tree Hill and then they'll come back for certain moments, but it wouldn't be called on Tree Hill then really, would it? It'd be something else, but yeah. Be sometimes free Tree Hill. Free tree. Yeah, on Tree Hill and other places. <laughs> Getting into okay. the Tree Hill Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. I like that. No yeah. time. <laughs> no. Just for like Nathan and Haley, just quickly, like before we move on to other people, there's a few things I want to say on them. Um, if someone doesn't give birth at my graduation, I'm going to be very upset. I'll mm-hmm. walk out and protest. 
Nice. Um, yeah. And I think in this season, I think Nelly's gotten a little like cheesy in season four. Like some of their lines that they say, like I, they make me want to do a dominant like turtle into myself. <laughs> um, but like, you know, cause like before I liked when their banter was more natural and their chemistry, they weren't like spouting like rom-com lines 24 seven. Um, well, there was a little bit of that in this episode, but I think it's more justified here. Cause like they just had a baby. Um, I wonder how they got a raven stuffed animal that they put into that Deb put into the crib at the end. It it was like a literal bear that said raven. So I don't know if their team is so famous that they like sell raven's merch in like a store or somewhere. But I thought I feel that like was we need that bear, right? We need to find that too. Wayne, Nicola Wayne, <laughs> ask him to. <laughs> Wayne is also going to turtle into himself too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, he's coming to me again. Uh, do you know well? I think that's a really good point that you made about them being a little bit like a bit o- a bit over the top. Like I find Nathan to just be a little bit like um, I don't know what the right it's word like, is. Not like not acting like soft. Like, they're acting like a Wattpad couple. I don't know if you two are too old for Wattpad. Definitely. Definitely right. Yeah, it's... we're definitely too old to understand what you're saying. Is yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Every- no, I don't know. They're just all like. Just some of the lines when, like, you know, um, he was like, God, the way you look at me sometimes. Or like, oh, you know, um, thank you for telling me the um, truth about Dante. Now I know why they call it true love. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. It's horror, it's, 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 his, his just a little bit like a bit of a wet blanket these I think days. I just like, miss Nathan. Yeah. Or just having a little bit about him. And then Haley just. people every once in a while. Like, do something. It, Right, and Haley just whispering all of the time. Like I'm, I am convinced that her breath smells terrible. Oh yeah, Horrible. terrible. If you you're whispering what? all I of the time, like Haley would be like a constant brush. I feel like she'd brush in between meals after meals. If she's brushing with hummus, maybe yeah. <laughs> Sorry to slurp and what did she say? Slurp and go, slurp and leave. What was it from the last episode? Yeah, slurp like and slurp, run. Slurp and run. Sorry yeah. to. Slurp and run. Shut the fuck up, Haley. <laughs> fuck out. I just think of her some credit, though. Pregnant Haley is probably one of my favorite shows. Like she, like, she has some really funny lines, but overall, the season, they were a little too much for me. Do you know what we need to make Nathan a bit better? Tim. I was going to bring Wait. that up. In Okay, I'm gonna, I'll talk about this when we talk about the final scene, because I still have to say one more thing about Haley, but I agree about Tim. I miss, oh, I miss my Tim time. Where the hell is Tim? This is still a special the school or whatever. <laughs> I, I really want to know what happened, though. You know like, what? I, I feel like he went away for summer vacation or for some trip, and then he heard that a psycho was in town, and he was the only smart person who said, I'm going to stay away from this town. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I do actually want to know in real life, like, what happened, like, whether the actor suddenly had other commitments or something or what what this or whether they let him go or something like i don't know do you know marine i don't know i i because he's not one of the like what we call whales of the series so i haven't like been able to track down like many interviews with him but i feel like that's something we need to get on i've been trying (laughs) i his name's brett claywell i've tried so many times i've emailed him i got his email address like it's easy to get like it was on his instagram whatever Mm -hmm. i just can't get a response so it's just one of them ones where yeah we'll see i feel like one time he like reposted one of my friends 
like like you know she mentioned him in her story and then she got reposted so like maybe if i reach out to him on like a fan account maybe he'd be more like there's i don't know i could try to thank you maroon we appreciate that he'd be he'd be whale territory he'd be like a pilot whale you know like a yeah. smaller whale but he'd be yeah i'd like to talk to him i feel for like sure. that'd be my that'd favorite be interview <laughs> Excellent. If you help make it happen, then you can do it with us. There's a deal. Make it happen. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, wait. Uh, the last thing about Nelly, because we keep getting sidetracked. Sorry, gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just the last thing. This is like an important thing. I just feel like so. Like their story throughout, like their four seasons, has been Dan and Karen's high school story. Except this time, Nathan did everything right that Dan did wrong. Um, and I feel like that really shows in the end result when, like, you know, he's with Haley, they're happy with their baby. But then when you look back how, like, Karen was, she was alone, Dan was off to college, neither of them were particularly happy. So I feel like those choices really reflect um, in what, like, Nathan did, right? And how, you know, his choices, like, he made better choices. And then look at where he ended up versus how Dan was when he was Nathan's age. Good insight. Nice. I like that. You connected them dots. We liked it. <laughs> Good call. Okay. I can't take credit for it. I've seen people talk about it online too. <laughs> no, no, just take the credit. We wouldn't know. Um, Dom, tell us a bit. What what do we need to talk about with Lucas and Peyton? Like Peyton didn't really feature too heavy in this episode. It really. was just about was her more... being like, "I don't need an internship. I can already answer the phone." See, hello. That was like her entire thing. And then Lucas being like, "No, you should go." I just want to talk about, she had one really, really uncomfortable line where she's talking. Oh, yeah. What was it? She's talking to Shelly and she says to Shelly, you know, so clean teens is kind of a, a cool thing. And uh, she's like, yeah, well, I don't you know, really oh, yeah. do that anymore. And she's like, well, you know, I still kind of thought it was cool. You know, I would have joined if I didn't like love sex. And it was such an awkward line. It was so awkwardly delivered. You could tell Hillary Burton was absolutely screaming not to say it. So bad. So, so bad. And I thought it was just dreadful. So I just thought I'd have... It, is no, an it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't dreadful because of Hillary. It was dreadful because of the, the writing. It was really, really bad at that moment. Mm-hmm. It's just really... It's like it is... It's like it would only make sense if it was being said as a joke, like sarcastically, you know? Like it was just like, uh, oh, just because I love sex, you know? Can you hear me? Yes. the my My thing just went off. Yeah, sorry. I can't actually hear you right now. Keep going. My headphones went, but I'll get back. Maybe sometimes he doesn't make the best decisions for himself. Mm. I feel like that's something really good that he does for others. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think you're right there, um, and it's it's good to see because we, we don't we we sort of seldom get those moments now because we, we've had so many episodes where like people just don't believe Lucas and what he's saying, and mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden we we're getting a moment where he's showing 
his kind of true colors really in that he he is going to miss Peyton. he doesn't want her to go uh and he tells and he says like i've been holding it in and i want to tell you but you're you're gonna go you need to go this is a massive opportunity and uh, i've said it since day one you're gonna go places and do things and you know, and do this so yeah i think i think you're absolutely right he's just he's just really genuine in those moments um yeah for sure which is, which is a good thing like he's We're had pre- a frustrating few episodes Right. Mm. But like, you know, no matter what happens, he's still always looking out for the people around him, which I think is a really great quality. Yeah, definitely. I'm just conscious of time now and we need to get into judgments (laughs) and what feels like is going to be a... uh, a painful debate um about the rating is is there any other major points we need to talk about that, that won't get covered candles in everywhere the that was disaster waiting to happen a bunch of like <laughs> wasted 18 year olds like i don't know what was happening there um on, and also with the spray painting on the house someone like spray like spray painted the words tomorrow is today which is like you know the future coming at you faster than they thought it would and i thought that was some really cool insight there um none of these people can dance has been showcased many times. I, oh my god! As a person who does like to dance, every time I see them dance, I don't like it. No rhythm whatsoever. Especially the Spice Girls bit. The Spice Girls one, I thought that was better than that usual was great. because that was clearly choreographed. But in like the other scenes, when they're all just like, <laughs> it's clear it's that they had no idea what they were doing. It's because there's no music playing. Yeah. <laughs> so but still, guess. I don't like it. But it's I can dreadful. dance with music too. The the Spice Girls bit was horrible. I thought horrible, it was cute. Horrible. It was typical high school shenanigans. You could catch me and my friends doing something like that. Um, like, obviously, you wouldn't <laughs> go dance with the Spice Girls, but I would. I might. <laughs> you guys that in Wilmington, too. <laughs> Did you really? I-, I seen them in concert when I was, like, 12. Oh. Nice. In Wembley. <laughs> yeah. Me and my dad. I'm sure he loved it. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that that sure, is sarcasm. I'm sure it was a very long night. Um, Marine, what are you, what uh, are you being, training or studying to be? Like, what are you? So going... the end goal is medical school. What, so what are you hoping? Uh, do you know? I I thought I just thought I had to ask because considering yeah. and this is i don't mean this in any kind of patronizing way or whatever but the way that you that you like the confidence to talk and the way that you just put all of that out i was like this you're gonna be someone aren't you you're gonna be good <laughs> we'll look back at this and you'll probably no. ask us to take this down one day because you'll Absolutely be like i can't not. have anyone hear this i'm interviewing no, for an important dude, job i'm gonna be head of the medical like, yeah, wing you know, or something I have this thing later, she was like dude you should put that on like your resume people are gonna love it I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it, and I'm going to put down your contact information for when they call to verify. <laughs> I'm like, never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. But you mean the sniper? No, but I actually am yes, of course. That. We're aware. Wow, that's very cool, and I'm yes, sure you'll be very successful. And we look forward to hearing about it along the way. There you go. Good. Well... Let's move into judgments so that and anything we missed off we'll cover there. If How you enjoyed you this not? episode of the podcast and what Dom Then check us out, support Oops. us, Ravenshoops.net. Why Dom? Because basketballs go through. Yes. But Marine, they also go through. Ravenshoops.net. 
Maureen, there's a very particular order in which we ask these questions. I know that you're familiar with that. Honorable mention to Moira Who's your favourite performer um, I really of this love episode? Her scenes when she's like yelling at people and being angry. I think they're really awesome. But I'll have to give it to Paul Johansson, um, especially just for that last scene when he's like, when the thing breaks and then he's down on the ground and he's like crying. It's the first time we've seen like the vulnerable side of Dan. Right, it's like because usually he's all the big like tough guy, big man around town. This is the first time we've seen him do that. We've the first time we've seen that side of him, and I think Paul really did a good job of playing it. Paul Johansson for exactly the nice. same reasons. Dom, just, all his uh, scenes were the best scenes of this episode, and yours, Simon. Paul Johansson. It was just outstanding. He's such a good actor. So good in this episode. Um, so I just want to give a what shout about out your to favorite Deb. Character, There's Sober Marie. Deb. There's Druggy Deb. But I think Nanny Deb is the best Deb. Like, I think <laughs> we can even all agree after seeing, like, one scene of it. Um, but I think my favorite character is Brooke. Um, I think I sort of relate to her the most in this episode, where she's sort of, like, nervous about leaving high school because it's, like, safe. And, you know, how when you go to university or, like, college, like, you're more on your own and you're not sure if you're ready for, like, you know, the real world. There's, like, bigger, scarier and you know how moving on to bigger things can be better for you. And it's like, it's what everybody does, but you're still kind of scared to do it. I think it was a very realistic thing and something that I sort of feel right now. So I think that's why she's my favorite. I actually picked Deb. I thought Deb had nice. a, a great Dom. episode. It was a really good character, really fun, taking a bit of charge, kind of making sort of personal jokes about her um, addictions and stuff and I how she's been a bit... Yeah, but but kind of like making good fun of it and saying like I'm over this, so I I can do this. Don't worry about me and don't worry about the baby. I've got this. So I I thought she was great. So Deb, and you, son. People often say when you're able to laugh at it, it's like you're healing from it. It's like you're able to heal when you can start seeing the humor in things that are dark about yourself or pain. It's like you're starting to to move forward. I actually really struggle with this. I don't know. It's like hard to pick anyone. Um, I, I, I was close to picking Dan because because of the same reasons, but uh, like Deb was like a close second, a close kind of. She was kind of out of the way of all the other crap going on, and, and kind of broke it up. So it made it a little bit more worthwhile watching with with her scenes and Dan scenes. So, so that's if why you're I out, just pick Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> i think i'm gonna pick dan because he he he's confessed mm. he confessed he's like submitted to the guilt uh dan, deb is a good choice as well i was thinking brooke i was close to brooke um but yeah i think i'm gonna go with dan i think i just enjoyed his scenes the most even though they were you know the most mm. painful what about your background performer what online or less uh, so for me, it was the guy. So when Mouth like jumps off the roof and he grabs that drink from that guy, and the guy's just standing there, like what the fuck? Like who just took my drink? <laughs> and he's just like, because the, the guy who he grabs the drink from is clearly like hitting on this girl, um, and then he just got his thunder stolen, and Mouth just grabbed his drink and left. So it would have been hilarious if he was like, I just put a cigarette out. In there. <laughs> Hashtag justice for that guy. There you go. <laughs> yeah absolute Dom. nightmare because it was an empty cup um <laughs> mine <laughs> yeah. is the police officer that dan goes and confesses to and he just sort of slowly looks up and is like what <laughs> so yeah 
He's like, oh, fuck, oh, I'm going to have to do so much paperwork. Now. He, was like, he was like, and it's the mayor, too, and we have to tell his press team. <laughs> it's my break in five. Can you come back then? <laughs> yeah. Larry will be oh. on the desk. Oh, not that Larry. He's out yeah. drudging or Dr- whatever Larry he does. Larry in jail, too. Child endangerment. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Who's your Simon? Uh, oh, fuck. My headphone has died again. They're all, they're both dead, so I can't hear you. I can't turn the thing on. I'm gonna have to go and get my headphones from upstairs. It's so annoying. What was the question? Who is my favorite background performer? Uh, no, I can't just wing it. Is Dom saying to wing it as if I can't hear? He knows because then I'll lose the debate over the rating. Um, okay, I'm gonna say, yeah, the police officer where, uh, he he confesses okay i'm just gonna grab my headphones from upstairs maureen your favorite line of the episode and i'll be back you i thought it was a a touching touching moment so that's i thought your reasoning behind it was gonna be there's a reason why our son's middle name is lucas and it's because you're the daddy yeah well that (laughs) that's almost certainly um true <laughs> that's how um, we start season five and my favorite line it, <laughs> can, can you hear us i can now yeah okay cool okay. <laughs> um is i think i'm gonna go with dan's like visceral scream it's not a line it's not a line <laughs> you'd give me shit for that come on come on man. <sighs> okay then i'll Sound go with someone prepared Okay, well then I, I thought I was going to get away with that. To be fair, it was my favorite noise, but not lying, I guess. Um, <laughs> Should that be a new category? Favorite noise? Well, favorite of course, my favorite my favorite line would be Dom's favorite line, which would be "Look for me in the lilies, Karen." <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. No, it would be maybe the maybe the men's figure skating line. Oh God, FFC. FFC's can't win a favorite line from you surely he has though he has no 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 no. i feel like he deserves this one because he's dissing mouth okay fair enough that's fair yeah i'll give you that nice okay and then last but not no favorite song 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 favorite song marine uh the one that's playing the final montage uh within you yeah gives me chills every time because of then dan's noise over the top Dom? <laughs> uh, I've gone for uh, Henrietta by the Fratellis, which was playing in this episode. Uh, I've seen them live. So I thought I'd throw that in. I didn't choose to thought you live. were going to pick Spice Girls. I, yeah, I always <laughs> kind of pick the British groups. Uh, and so I went with the Fratellis, not the Spice Girls in this one. It was either that or Sugar Hill Gang. But I didn't go with Sugar Hill Gang. I'll leave that, I'll leave that to Nathan. And you, Simon? Oh, song? fuck. We didn't say my least favourite line in the whole thing is... My baby likes some old school hip hop. I hate the way he says it. I hate the way he says it. You know what? You can tell in that scene that they like redid some of the audio over the lines because they like have this weird shot where they're kind of showing the side of his mouth and Nathan's like voice is speaking, but his mouth isn't moving. Oh, the ADR. Maybe that's why I hate it so much. I just hate the way he puts this emphasis on hip hop. It's like he's a granddad that's only just heard of it, like for the first time ever. But yeah okay because dom's dad is putting spaces in between them what was yeah. your song yeah, mine the song. 
Yeah. Oh, um, I actually liked all of the music in this episode. This was really good episode for music for me, but I also liked the final one uh, that where he like screamed over the top of it, and they played it for so long. The intro song as well at the beginning of the episode was so long. They pretty much played the whole thing. But last but not least is the precious. Say it, Don, with some meaning. Precious. Give me a Karen as well. Fuck it, Karen. <laughs> I felt that in my felt that in my headphones. <laughs> Rating, Marine. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Stayed the same. A little bit of wiggle room. Dom, Ooh. same question. I had Dom a number. So stressed. I had a number stay the same, but I'm really uncomfortable with this <laughs> whole Damn. situation. Um, I've been consistent with it. I think I thought about it earlier. I'm good with it. We'll okay. say after three, one, two, three, seven, nine, four, four. Dom, I didn't ask you how many seasons we were in. <laughs> we asked. <laughs> oh my god, that actually shocked me to my core. <laughs> this four. is. I'm going to start so that you guys can have your convincing me. But this is probably the worst episode of one tree i've seen yet it's definitely the worst finale it just i know that they're kind of wrapping out because they didn't know they were gonna have a season five but there was just nothing to this episode the only good the only thing that made it a four is dan scenes the so rest of it weren't there what would, what would have been like a two yeah probably yeah two the lowest one. we've ever had is a six this is offensive I just did not like this episode at all. I thought maybe I'd change my mind on the second watch. You know, a second watch, you see different things or you pick up on different things. And also after the conversation, you, you notice different things as well. Or like the, the, the people that come on and Simon will, will mention things that, you know, I might not have noticed or considered certain aspects or avenues. But no, I just, I just really did not enjoy this episode. So, yes. Well, and I've had four in my head since we watched it last wednesday and i watched it again taking that number away and thinking just think of this completely separately objectively and really give it a go and and see if you can make it a higher number and i i couldn't i couldn't go higher than four okay well let's let's let let's let marine go with you know the opposite tell us why (laughs) (laughs) tell us why it's a nine um i took a physics exam and i was very stressed and don looks even more stressed than i was (laughs) 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 heart rate is like spike you're sweating he looked nervous because he didn't want he doesn't want to upset people but he has to be honest what what why is Mm. it a nine for you why is don wrong don's wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um i think so what you said first of all about it not being as good as other season finales i can get that in terms of like you know there are no cliffhangers there are no like big moments that are like okay so what's going to happen in the next episode but i don't think that doesn't mean that it's not a good episode because it fulfills its purpose which is to sort of wrap the bow on what's been like these four great high school students and sort of say goodbye in a way and i think this episode sort of really captures the feeling of being at the end of everything that you've known and so far, like at the beginning of the rest of your life, which is like, you know, for these high schoolers, it's, you know, to quote Haley James, a time when our dreams are in reach and the possibilities are vast, right? And like, you know, it's a perfect way to wrap up their high school journey, sort of brings everything full circle from the pilot episode when at the beginning, like, you know, Lucas and Nathan, they hardly knew each other, they hated each other. And, you know, now they're best friends and like, you know, more importantly, like they're brothers. 
And I think their development is like also why they're like my favorite duo of the show. And, you know, we also have that 1v1 game like Simon brought up at the end, which sort of ties it back and mirrors it to the pilot. So I thought that was a really cool parallel. And the ending river court scene, I think, is especially amazing. And I think, Dom, you need to give it some credit. Um, I think, like, it's my favorite sequence probably of the entire show, right? Everyone is so happy. None of these people were, like, friends in the beginning, but they've all found their way into, like, becoming better versions of themselves and the development from the pilot up until now sort of even connects to like, you know, the theme song in a way, right? How all of them have pressures placed upon them throughout these four seasons, but they've overcome those people's expectations and they've stayed true to themselves and they've become the people they want to be. Um, <laughs> I'm breathing for <laughs> you. <laughs> I find myself going, oh, I've got this boy. I'm, I'm, my lungs will carry you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, I think that's like a beautiful sentiment and I think it follows the show's theme perfectly and it's highlighted a lot in this episode. And I feel like that's the purpose of this episode to show their development from the pilot up until now. Right. You know, and I'm going to quote Haley James again. Now is the time for all of us to become the people we've always dreamed of being, you know, and the river court scene again is a great callback to the first time that they all played together on the river court. That was in season one, episode 10. And Mel says the same line he did now, he now as he did then, which is like, you know, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another historic night. I thought that was also a really great callback. So this episode had a lot of great references. Were the two Haley quotes from the previous episode? They, no, they were from this one, the ends of like her valedictorian speech, like in the beginning when it's like the voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Those are her valedictorian speeches. Like I just stole some quotes from there. So one of those is from the previous episode. And no, they're both the, from the, this episode. You sure? Yeah, I rewatched this episode and I wrote them down. Dom, does Maureen sound like someone that wouldn't be sure of this stuff? I'm I mean, pretty sure that, that was like. She's, a, I'm pretty sure t- the majority I, of the valedictorian stuff and all the, the kind of finishing off high school and the graduating happened in the last episode. No, some of so it. This is my, just saying goodbye the, to each other. Could, a lot of it could have happened there, but a lot of it was repeated in the beginning. Yeah. Or it might have been repeated, but all these lines are definitely from this episode. I'm very sure. I'm sure about One Tree Hill things. You know, once Simon texted me asking for Whitey's jersey number and I responded in two seconds. (laughs) She did. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so uh, continuing all this stuff. But, you know, so we also have the small, like, because most of of this episode is saying goodbye, right? But there are also the small, important moments of drama that will impact the rest of the series, right? You've got Dan going to jail. He's confessing. He tried to kill himself. And you can see that he's sort of like, he's like, he's fully really feeling like the guilt of what he did. So maybe that's like the start of him trying to become a better person or, you know, so Dan's journey's also kind of up in the air at this point too. Right. You've got Neely's baby who can, you know, we'll like, we'll see where that baby goes. Now Karen's also raising another baby on her own. So there are points and seeds that have been planted in this episode for the rest of the series. Um, I'll take one point off for mouth kissing Brooke and for the ferret face, ferret face chase content but I do think it's deserving of a nine. Okay. So, well, sorry for the speech. No, it's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, argument and points put forward. I don't have anything I can really add to that. Mine was a seven. So I was kind of in the middle, I guess, uh, Taylor who came on earlier had said a eight, wasn't it? Yeah. An she eight, eight, but wouldn't go any higher, but would be willing to go to a seven. Right, so we and you went at a nine, Marine. Right, so we've got nine, we've got seven, eight, nine, and a four. So, and we've got twenty-one people in the waiting room. So, what do you want to do, Dom? How can where can you move to? 
obviously we can't you can't stick it at a four so where are you i gonna... know i'm not going to go any higher than a six so i this is the only time i will ever ever say this in the put interest of make them wait yeah is is put it to a poll okay I, Mar- I, i'm i'm not willing to go really any higher than a six i i i completely understand and uh almost those points that i agree with or what marine was saying but the 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 kind of feeling and emotion behind it is great, but the content and the way it's portrayed and put across, not great. So it's a four. Well, can, oh, okay, well then can we do it this way then? To make it easier, let's, if, Maureen, could you go down to an eight? Would you be willing to go to an eight? Because if you could go to an eight and I'll bring my seven up to an eight and then that meets with Taylor, then we can have, then the poll can be, is this a four or an eight? And just have them as the two options, and then we'll just see where it lines up. And I'm you know willing to go to an eight. You know I you won, basically. Already. I, <laughs> no, I came on this just... podcast knowing I win. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll put the no, poll. No, I see it as a victory because I brought you up to a six. Well, no, because like, we're still going to poll. Well, I said I w- no, I'd be willing to go, to as, go to high six. As, six. So, no like, as high as a six. No higher than six. At least I brought, maybe, possibly could have brought you up two points. So I see that as a victory. Well, we we would let the Ravens decide whether this is an eight or whether it's a four. No other number is one of them two numbers. It will be an eight because we all know they're not Team Simon or Team Dom, they're Team A. (laughs) I guess that's true as well. (laughs) I like that. Well, Maureen, it is a pleasure to have you on, as always. Amazing insight and uh, amazing perspectives. And we love, uh, you know the that was a one that was probably one of the best uh debates or uh speeches that we've had for a rating so uh yeah great job thank you yeah thank you you are brilliant to have on brilliant to talk to and we could just tell you're going to go on and do amazing things so yeah keep keep doing what you do and keep joining us we, we love having you on it's great to great to have you on and, and chat to you and I just fear for my life every time. So, <laughs> Marie, we get to Wilmington. <laughs> yeah. What accent do you want Dom to do Ravens in? Um, not an accent, but in O to me, starting Friends, we should do Janice from Friends. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's so Perfect. good. Perfect. <laughs> Go on, Dom. Oh my God. <laughs> We're going to do Ravens on three. Okay. (laughs) One, two. Bingling. Three. (laughs) Ravens. Ravens.